Hello, everybody. It is Friday, March 15th, and you are listening to the TS Comcast. I'm Dr. H. This is Havahali. I am Kurumi. And I'm Blazing Hand. All right, so we're going to start off talking about TL Mafia LX, which ended in a victory for the third-party bartender, Test Subject 93, who did not play very well. This is called... Uh, Start with uh, Happy Holly. What did you did you observe this game at all? Um, Are you I super follow, familiar? I follow yeah. the initial days of the game. Um, all I know is I looked through the beginning to. I'm I'm really not qualified to comment on that because I only followed the first few days. So you can pass it off. Well, I'd, oh. I'd like to weigh in here, and I'd say, um, you know, you could say the bartender didn't play very well, but for what it's worth, I think he played the way he needed to play to get the job done. When the town was initially coming together, it was a town with a small number of, of leaders who were driving the town discussion and a large number of lurkers. And there were a few lurkers who were scummy, a few who were less scummy. And as the bartender, you know, there wasn't a huge amount. This was Test Subject, right? He was a bartender? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Test Subject was not very involved in the discussions. He definitely no, was no, a, super a lot of. The- he, the people actually did have discovery on him because of his lack of involvement, but there were more people. Um, there were more people who were higher on the list of scum to lynch. And even though town got off, you know, uh, early early successful lynches and vigilante shots, we can say tough subject played poorly, but we can't really say that he played that poorly because he did win. Uh, we can yeah, I think he got against... the W, and that's what matters. I mean, that's what goes down in the books, right? But I, I get the feeling that he didn't really plan for it, that he stumbled in. I think he definitely just stumbled into this victory. Like, it, it kind of fell on his head because of the way that the, uh, you know, that last day happened was a huge mistake. Absolutely. I will say that I think that he didn't expect to win at first, right? Um, but he did douse a bunch of players, and I think this should have been a town victory. I'm going to say that because when... Yeah, yeah, should have. When you lynch two scum in a row and you shoot one yeah. scum with your vigilante, that's that's a town victory, right? There were several Wait. people saying, well, not the vigilante. Uh, Vivax was scum. Oh, that, that was. Oh, you're no. right. Vivax <laughs> shot yeah. shot his own. Yes, I remember. Vivax shot his scum buddy uh, to fake claim vigilante. Was that it? Yes, he did fake claim vigilante, and I wanted to say uh, I did not say anything yet. I was smurfing in that game under uh, name The Milkman, and I died from Chizino day two. Uh, actually, I think I, die, I died against the rules because the day vigilante rule says you can't kill anyone in the first 24 hours, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the other way around where you could only shoot during the first 24 hours, or maybe I have it backwards. It's- Prior to lynch. I will look at the rule. Well, whatever the specific ruling was. um, What did you think? Did you keep track of the game much, Karumi, after you died? Yes. Actually, this was the first game I really, really, really cared about because I thought I played quite good. I mean, I pegged 5x as scum day one, and I was really attached to that read, and it turned out to be true. Uh, well, I tried my best to pu- to push his lynch, uh, especially day two, but I got silenced by Chizinu. Uh, 
yeah, I it was quite sad because I was like staying up to 2 a.m. in the middle of the week and I went to bed and four hours later I found out that I'm dead. It was quite sad for me. So you said that you had a scum read on Vivax day one? Yes, because uh, when I was first reading the thread, uh, the game started at night for me. Uh, there were like 30 pages of stuff to read, and I found that Vivax was mostly spamming, asking for Smurf identities, and other stuff that did not rub me well. And when I started pushing him for that a little, he get, he made the, this big post, which I commented on. Uh, and this big post was like full of fluff, and it had like ton of reads, which made no sense. Like By saying, the way, that might have been the uh, biggest post in the whole game, because I quoted that post, my case against him, which is pretty long, and it took up like... 80% of the page. It was it was an enormous post. It had like one paragraph on every layer of the game. Well, and it had I a massive it... giant picture in it too, which I fucking hate that. I hate when people put pictures in their cases. But whatever. Well, well, he did not have uh, a red on everyone. Actually, yes, he did. <laughs> uh, he even... He, and the logic in his post was like people who do not agree with me are scum. <laughs> and I called him out on it. Because it was like really hilarious. Because how can you call someone scam because he's not thinking like you? <laughs> That's just really abstract to me. And like he pushed people who weren't exactly that that scammy. Like why push Aquanim? I had a quite good town red from the from day one on Aquanim. Uh, because I thought that he's playing really well. I never played with him, and I was quite—I uh, was quite happy to see a player like Aquanim play. I was—I uh, think Milk Suckler played well too. Uh, Mokesta is someone I did not hear about. Well, basically, most of the people that played in LX are just people I haven't played with. So you were able yeah. to well, get. Sorry, go ahead, Doctor Havadik. Sorry. Actually, this is going to happen in these first couple of cats. Um, the thing he called out originally was uh, Jungle Jorge, who, of course, was Sandroba, who wasn't scummy at all. And the logic that he used in that post at Fireman, something to do with, like, the timing that he posted his attack on Vivax, like, like post times, which is ridiculous in day one. And he pushed the only person that he called out in that giant host was jungle jorge and it was like one paragraph and he never ever tried to get anyone to vote for him for the rest of the day he never and, pushed his read. and i think this ties in a little bit to um what we were thinking about talking about with the viability of the day one lynch and the ability to form scum reads during the first day um People have said, actually, Dr. Alvedica, you can bring this up, that it's difficult or impossible to really get a good lynch off day one. I don't agree. I'd really disagree with that, too. But I don't, no, I don't agree. I don't think day one's a crapshoot at all. In fact, I think that my reads are generally much better on day one because I haven't started, like, second-guessing myself yet. So, you know, that's when I play most confidently, which is generally when I play best. 
Harper? Well, well, with day one, the trick is to... uh, I think the trick is just to get good information. I I think day ones can... A lot of people struggle with day ones because conversations often devolve into completely meaningless, you know, completely meaningless subjects. And if you can create a constructive day one in which you have people talking about even like silly things like policy lynching or, you know, to get a, a feel for, you know, how they're posting or what their mentality is, I think you can get a good day one. So what are your thoughts on things like policy talk? Because I have heard people say, oh, this is worthless policy talk or nothing that he said here is value. And I've actually said those things myself. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time, I recognize that you need to start talking somewhere. You know, I mean, I think you just need to get to the point where people start, like, you know, pointing fingers at each other. But I, I think policy talk is a good way to do that, um, at least in a town that's not really desensitized to it. I think a lot of the problem with policy talk nowadays is that everybody knows that, you know, certain people bring up policy just for conversation. For example, I always bring up uh, lurker lynches, and I kind of had to stop doing that because I do it every single game. Um, so I mean, as long as you get to the point where you can just have people pointing fingers at each other, you're, you're fine. So why don't we talk a little bit about this, the D1 that. lynch from LX. If you remember, um, it was Prometheus who was lynched, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and the he... one thing, one thing, uh, VH, uh, we had a mayoral election in this game together with partner election so we actually well, voted for after the way that happened too and it was such i mean it got so fucked up at the end where people were i just don't understand like what Gareth was thinking and we'll get to his questions later people were really scared about this partner grab and to be honest from my perspective if scum get partner whatever because i mean it's so unlikely that a that a suspected scum with the role that that much attention won't get lynched by uh, you know by the end of the game. And I'd like to know. Or are you going to survive that long as a scum partner? To me, is is who cares? I mean, major... to the point that you're to the point that Todestern's pushing this super complicated plan and trying to get everybody vote switching at the very end of the game. And I I just don't like stuff like that. I mean, I try to keep it simple. And to me. Particularly in this game, where you know the mayor doesn't have bodyguards, he's not protected from investigations or night hits. It's really just the mayor is just what decides the day one lynch. And I mean, the two votes—that's consequential, but it's not consequential enough that we all need to shit our pants over who's going to be mayor. What we really should be concerned about is who's going to die on day one. And I, you know, while I was making those arguments, I think Ripped saw that as me saying that. Oh, these these uh, roles don't really matter because I myself am trying to get the role, and I'm kind of lying about that. But that really is how I feel, and I've always, you know, I've always attacked the game from a direction where I've I've always been very unconcerned about what people's plans are and what the roles are. And like as soon, like God, I remember playing with LSB. If anyone remembers every game LSB, and he has some some insane like mass role claim plan or you know something like that. I I, I can't even really bring myself to re- to read those things to be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, on the topic the of plans, on the, to- on the topic of plans, we all know that Sandroba is someone that loves plans and loves to break games. Yeah, but like, he's good at it. Yeah, he's good because if he's given PMs, oh my god, that's that's good. Well, the the thing is, when given PMs, we usually lack people who can manipulate in the PM land, like. Uh, BC and other people are not actually playing that o- that often, so it's like free reign in the PM land. Sometimes Cam just concede 
the PM land and just do nothing at all. And those tiny circles just are created and nobody does anything about them. That that was seen in the past games. But uh, I think we need to go back to the topic, actually, <laughs> because... <laughs> um, no, that's fine. I, uh, you know, I am, uh, the game, which I'm hosting, is going to have um, a lot of roles that revolve around PMs in secret communication, because I've always... My first couple games were all PM games, and my first games were all Clue games. So that's just kind of what stuck with me. And I realize now, from a hosting perspective, clues don't really work. And the problem with clues is that not only are they hard to write, but anytime somebody dies from a good clue analysis, they're always going to get really mad at you and say that you made the clue too easy, even if you didn't. <laughs> I mean, if I got lynched from a clue analysis, I would think the same thing, right? I would tell the host, oh, you made it too obvious. But if you can, if they're all so hard that you could never lynch anybody based on clues, then there's no point. So you just shouldn't do clue games. It's stupid. I'd like to, um, sorry, I'd like to talk a little get a little bit again about the day one policy lynching, talking and how to lynch properly. I'd like to note that uh, Prometheus did talk about policy before he was lynched. Um, yeah. And so, what are, what were your thoughts on, on like how the town went about catching Prometheus, <laughs> Doctor Alvin? Well, um, I started pressuring him for talking about the RNG stuff. Not that he was talking, you know, every now and then a town, he particularly new ones, bring up a stupid plan and it gets cut down and you move on and it's not a big deal. But he kept talking about how he wanted to use this this plan as a way to generate discussion and kind of like read people. But it was obvious to me that he wasn't making any attempt to do that. He wasn't using it um, kind of as a foundation to start asking people questions. He wasn't really using it for anything. It was just it was just empty. He was just bloviating about RNGs. It was really stupid. But that yes. wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for me to think that he was scum. And this ties into the reason why I suspected Toadstern was that he was convinced that Prometheal slipped as scum from just the RNG talk, and I really wasn't. And it, it was his farewell post that for me proved he was scum because in that post he. Jungle Jorge, let's just say Sam Groba, who was the town roller in this case, was one of the only people who actually defended Promethalax and said that we shouldn't relax. And in his farewell post, Promethalax attacked Jungle Jorge. And what he said was, um, if I'm the top scum target, it doesn't make any sense for town to defend me. But that makes no sense. That's a weird argument. Right? Because yeah. if you're town, you know because if you're town, if I'm town and I'm about to get alleged day one, I know I'm town, I know that everybody else is stupid and wrong. So if someone else comes up and starts defending me and saying, Hey, you guys are being too hasty, I think Dr. H is town for such a reason, of course I would agree. Why wouldn't I say, Look, this guy gets it, why don't you guys get it? You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no your base <laughs> that makes no sense. And that to me is saying, Look, I know I'm on a flip red. So I want this guy to look bad when I flip. And, you know, at least, you know, I'm not dying for nothing. And that's all it looked like. Yeah, I, I might consider that this sort of move, this I'm going to attack the guy who's defending me thing, is sort of like a, a weird version of the OMG, you suck. Because, like, you, yeah, you have this knowledge, like, I'm going to flip red, right? And you say, okay, I'm going to die for sure. There's no way to deflect this, right? How can I make this work to a scum objective? And the answer is, well, I want to make someone look bad. Because when a scum's going to die, you see busing attacks, you see distancing, right? 
because I mean, and that did happen. Prometheus was bust. People said, "Oh, we can't save him. Let's bust him." Right? And so the I think I guess this is the um, not the inverse, but like the converse of bussing is doing this is attacking somebody who defends you because you know he's going to look bad when you flip red. And I, I do think that doing that, right? That that actually very clear. Yeah, but he didn't look bad. Like what? Well, it, it, it doesn't that way. The plan is a wash because it didn't make Sandra look bad at all. I mean, yeah. I've defended Mafia before. It happens, right? I'm just not convinced, or they just trick you. I mean, that's the nature of the game. And for whatever reason, San Grubble wasn't convinced that Promethlax was scum. And that's okay. I mean, you know, day one, the are about day one. So I, some, some start. That's okay. I'm sorry, Dr. Elvedica. I think I, I have a connection problem. Can you say that again? Oh. Yeah, I, ah, I think it's, it's not yours, uh, BH, but Dr. Helvetica is having some problems. Yeah, your phone's so. a little shaky. You hear me fine right now? Yeah, you're good. Uh, yes, now we can hear you. Okay. It just, whether, whatever plan it is from a scum perspective doesn't really matter to me because there's, I just see no way a townie would ever do that in the position that Promethalax was in, no matter how disinterested they are in the game. Especially when you've already put some, some minor effort into defending yourself. And now finally, you know, there's this traction, there's this small group of people that might actually be willing to consider not lynching you. And you're going to point the finger at them. There's no way a townie would do that. Yeah, it just so makes... you know whether he's trying to trying to put some suspicion on the Sandroba, it doesn't really work because once you flip red, any player that understands the way that game the game works is going to look at that and say, "Now I can't really trust anything that Prometheus said on day one," hmm. because it's it's basically a wash. You know, yeah, a, especially a... after he knew he was going to get lynched because when a right. player knows he's going to get lynched, he's going to start saying all kinds of crap, and you can't trust anything. No. Or, well, what Promethalax did is he just said nothing. And um, this is a real problem I had with this game, is that I think two townies, maybe even three, uh, that got mislynched, as soon as people started voting for them, and I'm talking like just hours into day one, which is 48 hours, you have plenty of time to defend yourself, just said, yeah, okay, fine, lynch me. And then when I flip town, then you'll realize this, this, and that. And that is such a bad way to play. Because one of the best ways to catch scum is that once they get close to Lynch or once they really feel the heat on them, they stop contributing because they're either afraid of slipping more or they don't want to give the town any more information. They're just going to let themselves die and you know not give the town anything to go on past that, right? But if town people players start doing that too, then it just confuses everything. So even when your back is up, is up against the wall, it's your responsibility as town to fight to the end. Just like it's your responsibility as as any alignment to fight to the end because you don't want to die either way. And I, I, I do think sorry, I, sorry, could I... Hapahali, you wanted ahead. to say something uh, earlier? Um, oh, earlier, though, I think Dr. H touched on that before, but um, back to the whole, like, oh, I'll flip town and you'll all be sorry thing. Like That's actually one of the policy lynches I have in real life mafia, like in live mafia, where like at the beginning of the game you go, listen, if you make this defense, we're going to kill you. And it's funny, I don't see that very, very much in forum mafia. And and um, um, LX was one of the first games I saw townies just give up on day one. And I I haven't just seen that on TL mafia. Um, I don't even know that's much of a point. But I mean, have you seen that in other games before? Because I think for the most part, the community's been pretty good about that. I've seen it. Um, this game was. <laughs> Definitely way more than usual. 
Yeah, I mean, it just me. seemed like everyone was ready to give up. And the crazy thing is that why are you ready to give up when we've had two good lynches in a row? I mean, if town is just getting murdered, then I understand that. I don't agree with it, but I, I get it. Like, I get where you're coming from from an emotional standpoint. But, I mean, you need to fight. And I, I think in um, it's either Storm Mafia, a couple people did that. Sarah Eyes oh does God. that sometimes. But he usually, he usually uh, you know, will say, oh, fuck it. You know, I want to get out of this game, this, this, and that. And then he'll he'll come back to reality <laughs> sooner or later. But, like, the way that Toadstern and Garipped handled that is just gross to me. Like, there's no excuse. And I do, th- well, I do think it's worth noting that Gripped, I mean, I actually don't want to hammer on Gripped too much. But like, somebody, sp- I specifically said to him, like, even if you're 100% sure you're going to get lynched, even if there's nothing you can do to stop it, like, as a townie, you still have a responsibility to contribute, maybe even a greater one. If you know you're going to flip town and, you know, people are going to say, oh, shit, this guy was working for the town, you should be writing cases, you should be pushing your reads. Yeah. And, like that's that's still important exactly. even if you can't stop yourself from dying. Mm-hmm. And that's well, why I want to. to... Yeah, uh, go can ahead. I? Uh, on the topic of people dying to a lynch when they are telling me, there's one big problem I see uh, in the recent games, or or maybe not even recent for a long time. If someone dies uh, at any point, it's night kill or a lynch. People really really don't like to reread. Like, that's terrible. Like, we had Viscera and BC die in LX, and, like, nobody reread them, because, like, I died, I wanted to reread what BC and... uh, who BC and Viscera were after, but I just died. Mm. (laughs) So, and then, what happened to me, people did not reread me as well, and I was hardcore pushing Vivex at the start of the day uh, on uh, I, I called him out on his claim that it's bullshit together with his Roblox claim and well it all died nobody paid attention to what I said or BC or Viscera did and like Viscera and BC are well BC is a name he's a veteran I think you can safely call him veteran Viscera oh, has yeah. been for a while uh, and he played a lot of games, so I think that rereading him is good too. Even with his weird rage fit at the at the end of day one, I think rereading him would be a good idea, and rereading me would be a good idea just to see that I was hardcore on lynching Vivex from the very start of the day one. And well, I think you have to be careful with that because you can't you can't put all of your stock into a dead townie. And assume just because they were telling them that they were right. But you can reread their filter and know that, okay, at least I can trust what this guy was saying was coming from a genuine place. Well, there's and, a and, second part to that. Uh, oh, go ahead, Blazing Hand, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, and, you know, I mean, you can tell the townies are honest. And people say, oh, you know, it's wife on me to say Scum shot this townie because he was onto the right thing, right? You know, oh, they David Karumi to save Vivax. Yeah, and, and would, would that have been a wife on me thing to say? Absolutely. But on the other yep. hand, and I think this is an important thing to bear in mind, not all wife on is created equal. Some wine is harder to drink than others. If you're a scum player, yes, you will shoot people who agree with you in, in the thread so that it's not clear you're scum. But there's going to be a huge incentive to shoot people who are hunting you because, um, because if you don't, you have to fight them. And so I think 
you know, even when you're dealing with white thumb, you have to bear in mind there's an easy path for scum to take and a hard path, and typically they will take the easy path just so that because it's the best path. For them. I mean, I actually yeah, don't think kind of the rule of thumb that I use for that. I'm sorry, yeah. the kind of the rule of thumb that I use for that is that a guy like Bloody Cobbler, even if his reads aren't right on day one, scum is going to figure this guy's gonna get it right sometime down the line. So we have to hit him now. So, but when they when they kill a player who's not as well known or who maybe, you know, doesn't have that kind of gravitas just cut into a game that makes me think, well, this guy might've actually been onto something that they might've really been trying to avoid something with this guy because he's not, you know, a BC or a Palmar or whatever, who's just going to die if they're town. And the fact that I didn't die, you know, it is wine in front of me to some extent, but I just worry that people, you just can't put too much into that rereading. I mean, you have to approach it from a point of, thinking that, okay, I can trust that what this guy was saying, that he wasn't making it all up. And you can kind of recontextualize the whole day one discussion in that light, and not just what he's saying, but what other people are saying about him. But you can't just take that to mean, oh, well, this guy was pushing so-and-so, and he was town, so now I'm going to push so-and-so. You have to do more work than that. Well, I don't know. I think if you see a weird kill like that, or even if you see a kill where you know one guy is just let's say, like, Harumi died in, in LX, and he was massively going after Vivex, or Vivex, and I, Vivex at least deserves a look at that point, you know? You, you can't just go, oh, the kill was wife on and, you know, and just and just drop it. You have to you have to say, like, you know, listen, there's a huge possible incentive for, you know, Vivex to kill him here, therefore he should be pressured, he should be tunneled, not necessarily lynched, or anything like that, but, you know, he does deserve attention. And I think that's, uh, that's a reasonable way of going about it for sure. Um, it seems that we've lost our connection with Dr. Alvedica, so yeah, we should. I'm All right, well, let's just let me try to continue. Um, well, it seems like he's reconnecting now, but why don't we continue talking while we while we do this? Um, so while we talk a little bit about how the game continued after the initial good lynches by town, we did talk about the townies monitoring themselves, which is obviously a terrible idea. Um, we, we talked a little bit earlier on how this turned out to be a third-party victory and Tota Stern's ability to... Uh, or not Tota Stern, sorry, Test Subject's uh, not very great play, but play that won him the game. And what can we take away from that? What do you think, uh, Dr. Helvetica, if you're here? I think it's on town. I, I think it's on town for letting guys like that slip under the radar. <coughs> it's our fault. I, th and, I, th uh, I think you... I disagree, actually. I think that uh, Subject... Uh, was one of these people that I would have killed uh, sooner or later, but I just did not have the means because we had a lot of people lurking. Like when you when you were talking about those people giving up, I I was thinking uh, in my head that everything they actually needed to do is to contribute a little little more than lurkers, and they would be left free because we we had like couple of people active in the thread and rest was dead that was like from scan team only vivax was active in the thread random bomb and restraining order were like doing nothing like they were lazy and that applies to other townies like i Did was you say random bomb random bomb yeah he was down you mean he means restraining order i believe uh. wait was restraining order town no, no, restraining order was Mafia. Okay, yeah. The team order. was uh, Prometalax, 
Chesanu, Vivax, Restraining Order, and Grush 57. No, Grush 57 was town. Grush was town. Oh, it was good. Okay, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) See? Uh, I know, I know, because Chesanu told me the team, because I asked him. Well, I think that, yeah, martyring is really, really bad, but um, on the topic... uh, of working, I I soft called out uh, Toad uh, day one because I was suspicious of his play because he was playing a lot less active because usually uh, Toad uh, is really active and loves to be put in the leader position of town sometimes like those circles uh, of Marvel City, Viserys and Toad are like they are real occurring in some games. So I was thinking that he's going to do that again. And he was playing a little in the dark. But I think that him having a role, which is something I did not think about, because as town, I'm not blue hunting. I'm not caring about blues at all. Because why would I? So uh, I thought he was scam because he was like off his meta, because he wasn't trying to be... Act, like actively the leader of the town and I think that if he and other uh, lurkers I think it was Gaript or Gloria did something more than just saying fuck off I think town could 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 lynch test subject random Pam and other people and about the bartender I think his doses were good I think he killed like what four people one night because he dosed Milk Suckler, who was the Mad Hatter. And I think his doses were good. Like, yeah. he dosed Aquanim and Jerkal Sonif. Well, only two people? Hmm. That's, that's, I, that's weird. I think one of his doused people got lynched or something. Oh, oh. Well, but, but his doses weren't that bad. If he got, like, two or three... Uh, out, I think that's good. I I think that's good. Uh, some people probably could have failed, but I was a little dismayed by the result of the game because I felt like Mafia for sure did not deserve to win because of how it all played out with from like what slipping up. I mean, it was. I mean, the the, the uh, end of the day was basically the definition of a crapshoot. Because if uh, if Test Subject doused Town and Mafia hit him, then Mafia would have won the game. So it was a really weird situation. I don't think I don't think any faction really played that well. I mean, you can say that Town played well for the first couple of days. Yeah, I think we can Town agree on that. And nobody, we're all losers in LX. Uh, I, I feel. Uh, you know, I mean, I have been working and I haven't been able to be active like I wanted to, but there was definitely time when I could have sat down for two hours and read the thread, and I just didn't want to. I just didn't. And, uh, you know, it sucks because I got in that situation where I, even before Wave of Shadow was lynched, I was at work, I was out by the trailers, and I was thinking, fuck, I should have picked Test Subject. Like, think, just thinking back on all the previous days, I thought, man, there's no way Test Subject is down. He's, I, he has to be scum or third party. Because he played so to the tune of other people's flute. Like, he was marching to the beat of everyone else's drum. Like, literally, he would go in and say, who should I analyze? And I would be like, I want to hear your thoughts about so 
and then he would post them and be like, oh, I have a null read. And that's <laughs> ridiculous. There, it's, you clearly put it effort to, you know, try to find scum. And the whole thing with the random bomb is, yeah, it was his idea to do this analysis of the bomb. And he came out with a null read, but he didn't do anything after that. I mean, if you're a town and you get into that kind of situation where you say, okay, I'm going to read this guy's filter, and then you read through it and you're not really sure of anything, isn't the logical thing to do to uh, go on to the next guy's filter and see if you get something? Instead yeah, of just and I, to buy I think it's, stuff, Im- you know? it's important that there's certain um, – I think there's certain lapses in logic and motivation that c- can clearly point to scum at times. And I think it's easy to miss out on those. Where something, if you're not paying attention attention to it, seems like it could be something a townie could do. And it's only when you think about it and you're like, well, what would a townie actually do in that situation that um, you realize what's going on? And I thought, actually, we could talk a little bit about – actually, do we have more you want to say in LX? Dr. Obletica, you can take over. test subject and you know i was very sure that he was in town but the, my problem was i got so caught up in the discussion that was going on and the discussion was about glorio or it was about grip and i felt like well i don't really have the time or i don't really have the motivation to do all my own reading and you know kind of put the work because i'm not just going to push a gut read i i feel weird about doing that so okay blazing hand is clearly down i'll just cheat him about whoever and that, that you know it lost us the game so I, I feel pretty bad about that. But I learned something valuable from this game. It's that in previous games, and, you know, it was, it's been a long time since I played, was that I never really went after lurkers. And it was because back when I played, scum was very active. Almost all scum posted in the thread pretty often, especially scum teams that I were on were extremely active and, you know, really trying to disrupt the town. And I'm just not used to seeing a scum team that's, you know, for lurkers and then only one guy that's posting. So, you know, it just kind of, I'm trying to relearn the way that uh, TL games are going right now. But and, I, you know, I can't sleep on the lurkers anymore. And, yeah, and, and like the, the, that's in a context of a town that's already lurking, right? I don't think we'd see this level of scum lurking if the entire town was active. Oh, I disagree with that. I think we've seen a couple of minis, especially, where you see an active town absolutely run over uh, an active scum team. I mean, I think, well, maybe this is a subject for, for later, but, you know, I think right now the TL meta is really shifting towards, you know, where a lot of people are very, very good at town, or at least, you know, decent at town, but scum play really hasn't caught up to it. I will say I, that... Having... I will agree with Papa Howley. Uh Like, I have no idea who to play scum, to be honest, and I think my meta as, as scum is fucking obvious, yeah. because usually... I I'm like more serious. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to make bigger posts. I'm and I'm I'm li- I'm like what I'm supposed to do. I'm I'm trying to look down and what else? And I need to somehow make people lynch people I want who are not scam. And I'm like, okay, how do I do that? Because I want to survive, so I don't want to be put in spotlight. And on the other hand, I don't want to be put in this bag of possible scam. And like I have, I still have no idea to play how to play scam. And I think I'm, I will try to play scam in maybe in in new games. Maybe I will ask for that to try to improve my play. 
Paul, Somehow. see you lunch, Kurumi, every game. <laughs> that, that's I, a good yeah, idea. I have general advice. And what you said, I think, kind of demonstrates is that as town, you have a very clear, simple just to find scum cases against them, get them lynched, right? That's very easy to digest. But when you're scum, your goal is to survive, and that's kind of really nebulous. The things, and you could go about that a lot of different ways. But I think what scum teams have to do is decide on having very specific goals on what they want to accomplish for that day. And it doesn't necessarily have to mean getting a certain player lynched, but it might mean creating a certain atmosphere. But what you have to do is nail down that kind of broad goal into from surviving into fragments that are very specific. Yeah, I mean, at least... So that you know what to do, and you're not just out there like, oh shit, I have to contribute something, or I'm going to get lynched. I have to, you know, it's, it's, it's so subjective, so open, and so weird that you know, you know I, it's I, easy to get lost in that. And I definitely do that sometimes as well when I roll scum. Yeah, I, I like that thinking where you say, oh, you know, you have to have broad objective goals as opposed to really specific goals. Because I think at least one of the pitfalls I get into when I, when I play scum... No, 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 I'm saying the opposite. Oh, really? I'm saying, the, I'm saying that you do... Your goal as scum is to not get lynched. It's the opposite of... So, the goal of survival, that's such a broad thing that I think it's easy to get lost in that and kind of get confused as to what you should be doing. And you end up with a lot of different scum players on the same team trying to achieve that in very different ways. And I think that as a scum team, you need to get down and communicate a lot and try to narrow down, hammer very specific goals to accomplish. Because then you have a very you have a very structured way to play. Like You know what you're going to do. You know what you need to be doing. And I think that's going to give scum some confidence which is really the subjective i mean that's how you more or less most scum tells boil down to this is coming from a place of fear or lack of confidence Hmm. and if you have really specific goals then you can kind of emulate that town way of playing which is balls to the wall trying to get things done because i feel like when i play scum i run into the opposite problem where my goals are almost too objective where, you know, I set this plan or of, like, okay, let's say I have one scum buddy um, set on the lynch block and another townie competing for that lynch. I have a very, very objective, oh, I have a very, very specific plan of, you know, trying to sp- trying to kind of, like, soft push my scum buddy while, while really hammering, my, hammering the town guy. And I, I feel like that over-specificity and that, that keeping it almost, basically the over-specificity runs and makes me run into trouble a lot. Or at least well, I end up playing in about a, a specific plan that doesn't. And what I'm talking. Sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you, Doctor Elvenica. Like, yes. Yeah. Is it wind? Is, is it back? It's now. We we can't hear you. It's like. There's a lot of cars. Okay. So I don't think I'm not sure if it's background noise, but it cuts to... out and is quiet in the middle of sentences that you're saying. Okay. It, it feels like when you start to when you start to speak up a lot, um, it starts to cut off a little bit. Maybe I'm overloading the microphone. Maybe. So I thought maybe um, we could talk for a little bit about instant majority lynch games. Uh, I remember yes. Have a Holly. You mentioned that you like that setup a lot. I love them. Yeah, they're great. Um, I've run several instant majority lynch games. I think four now. What? Let me let's get to that topic in just one minute. Can you guys okay. hear me much better now? Can you hear yes, we can hear you now. 
Okay, perfect. So let me just finish my thought. Sure. And, you know, <laughs> over specificity, I get what you're saying about that, because then you can look at what a scum player is doing and parse out that, okay, they have this objective goal, and this is what it is, and that's a scum-motivated goal. And that can be a problem. What I mean is that you just have to approach the game in a more constructed way than, well, I just want to survive. And I think an example of a specific goal, which is good, is getting together and saying, okay, we need to disrupt this day one discussion and make sure that the town atmosphere isn't productive. How are we all going to go about that? And that way, you know, when you're coming in, especially if you're a newer scum player, I think it helps a lot because you're not just coming to the thread like, you know, oh shit, what do I do? And you're not so afraid of getting caught because instead of thinking about how afraid you are to get caught, you're thinking about what you can do to accomplish that goal that you have. And it's a more, you're coming from a more confident place. Yeah, I like that a lot. And ultimately, and I, and I went through the uh, scum quick topic after the game, and it just seemed like they weren't communicating very well. I mean, there was a couple IRC logs, but there just wasn't enough talking in between them. And I, and I regularly go through scum quick topics after games, and the observer quick topics are always much bigger. And that's insane to me. Scum should be talking all of the time. You, you just have to be careful about trying. I talked about this in my little solo cast. You just have to make sure that you're not editing each other's posts too much. And that you have some degree of independence, but you definitely need to have some kind of unified goal or plan going into that. Because mm -hmm. a problem that I come into with Scum Team sometimes is there's one guy who doesn't necessarily agree with the direction that he's going, or he has this brilliant plan that he thinks is going to, you know, that he's going to win the game because of this bus or this, you know, stupid role claim, and he's going to be a hero. And maybe that's going to work, but more often than not, it blows up in your face. So generally when I get in and I'm scum, I'm saying, let's not worry about these really, really over-specific plans to try to win. Our goal is to survive. Let's keep it simple. And then let's figure out specific goals that we can reach to achieve that instead of trying, you know, going off into la-la land. And I mean, sometimes that stuff works, but more often than not, it doesn't. And then that guy will say, oh, well, you know, fuck you guys. I'm just going to do it anyway. And then when you <laughs> have a scum team that doesn't like each other and doesn't want to communicate, things can collapse really quickly. Mm -hmm. You just have to all be on the same page. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of the game is that Mafia are informed that they can talk with each other. And if you don't abuse that to the fullest possible degree, then you're not playing the game right. Or you're not playing the game the way that it's meant to be played. Yeah, I, I feel I like think... a lot of the scum games that I've lost recently were because, yeah, just complete lack of communication, where you get into situations where you can't act on something because you don't have that broad goal set up. I, I think that uh, we should start punishing uh, any inactive play, not not depending on alignment. Oh, that's why I lynch lurkers. Maybe, yeah. maybe, I think lynching lurkers is like, it's it's fucking up the town because you are going to lynch lurkers trying to teach them how to play and you are going to lose the game because your objective is now to lynch lurkers, to educate. And uh, I think we might uh, we might go into the direction of more vigilantes to get rid of uh, uh, the lurkers. But that's, there is a trap if you give a vigilante role to someone who's new, for an example. He might try to kill his scumreed, for an example, when he's actually town and stuff like that. Uh, I remember that uh, Rebel of Legend uh, tried to introduce uh, new turbines. They were vigilantes, but they 
had a threshold of posts that someone made to kill them. And I think we might try to do something in that direction so players can discipline themselves thanks to roles in game and they don't need to sacrifice the lynches hmm. to make people uh, change their playstyle. Because I think that the biggest plague of today's Mafia games is people not putting enough effort or just the activity is low. And when we have active town, uh, you said Hapahauli, you just roll over inactive scam. Because it's really easy, because everyone is bouncing the ideas off. You are getting the reds, and suddenly you know that he is town, he knows you are town, and this thing starts going where you just lynch scam for these four in a row, and you win. Mm-hmm. But when everyone's lurking, you can't do that. Yeah, And kind of the... I think the idea behind lynch all lurkers is that when you start pressuring a lurking townie, they take that as a sign that, oh, I need to start posting, and they'll generally start doing that, and you'll be able to see from that, oh, okay, this guy's clearly town and was just, you know, inactive for whatever reason. Because sometimes newbies, you know, they're intimidated and they're afraid, you know, and in kind of the same way that mafia can be. So they need to start posting so that you can tell the difference. But on Team Liquid, that doesn't happen. They just continue being in active town. Well, actually, this is one of my gripes. And that's when it gets... Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. This is one of my gripes with how people go about the normal Lynch Lurkers policy at times, because I think what's, what some people like to do is they'd like to say, oh, you're a Lurker, we're going to pile like 15 votes on you, and you know, you better shape up or we're going to Lynch you. And when you're a new player confronted with that, you know, your first instinct, and a very understandable instinct in my opinion, is just to give up. Because you're faced with yeah. this wall of votes that says, oh, you know, you're never going to get out of this alive. Everyone hates me. Oh, woe is me. I'm going to cry in my sleep, you know. So uh, I, I think when I see when, – when, when I say lynch lurkers, I don't mean, you know, just like you stab someone in the throat, you know, when they decide not to post. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I like – I mean that. Just, you know, <laughs> well, I mean like basically give them the opportunity to talk. Um, and if um, one of the examples was British Mini with uh, Jay Brundage when he was, wasn't very, very active in the early game. Of course, he flipped scum, and that was a different story. But you know, I, I do like to give people, like, I like to softball people in order to get them to talk. And if they still don't talk, then you lynch them. Uh, and speaking of British mini, uh, we are we were talking earlier briefly about instant majority lynch <laughs> lynch system. Um, and it's a majority lynch is basically the game. The day lasts however long it lasts, and as soon as there's a majority of votes on a person, day's over. That guy's dead. And in my, I've run a couple of games of it, GSL 2, GSL 3, and British 1 and 2. And except for British 1 and 2, typically Town was running with longer days for the first couple of days. Um, getting more opinions from people. Uh, and like sometimes giving lurkers a chance to get back into the game and talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, well, that's so, good because it, be, it shouldn't be lynch all lurkers and put a knife in their throat. It should be pressure all lurkers and either teach them the right way to play and see if they pick up on it. And I think what happened to Gaript, probably in LX, is what you described, which is just a new townie sees this wall of votes and gives up. Or well, even you also saw a conspiracy of veterans. Yeah, that this is a conspiracy against me or that everybody's a jerk. And it began and, halfway through day two. And I, and I was trying, you know, not well. I was definitely being very aggressive with Gaript, but at the same time, you know, trying to say look, you can still salvage yourself. This is what you need to do as town in your position. Start posting, start posting your reads, you know, be constructive, you know, demonstrate your logic. And, you know, if your town 
you can demonstrate it by doing all of those things. And mafia, you know, you're acting the way that a mafia would when they're getting caught. But it's clearly just because he was a new player who was intimidated. And I, and I hate seeing that. And, I, you know, ho- hopefully he learns from that experience. Yeah, he strikes me as a learner. It, I'm sure we'll see more it of him. Just, it, it just does have to be pressure all lurkers and not, hey, let's just lynch this guy because he lurked, you know, this long. And, I mean, just like anything, you know, you have to put more thought into it. But it, pressuring lurkers, I need to start making that a bigger part of my meta because it's not something I do at all. I always focus my reads on generally the five or six most active players in the third. I Unless I see something that really pops out at me, like what Promethalax posted. Usually, you know, when I go fil- when I when I sit down and think, okay, I'm going to read this person's filter today. It's almost never a player that lurks a lot because I just I feel uncomfortable with that. I don't think that I'm good at discerning who's a intimidated new player and who's a you know mafia who's afraid of getting killed. I just don't have that aspect of my game yet, but it's considering the way that some have been playing on Team Liquid, I need to make it a big part of my game because that's where. The... All right. So, do you want to talk about instant lynch? Because uh, I know uh, Blazing Hand was talking about. Um, so, we're talking about the longer town days, and this is something I was bringing up in the discussion after uh, British Mini Two, where I, I really. Well, let's introduce the topic. Oh yeah. Um, so, Blazing yeah, Hand, you yeah. want to talk about that because you hosted pretty much all those games. The idea is, or I'm going to pose a question to all of you, and then we'll go around, is that do you think Team Liquid should make Instant Majority Lynch the default vote, or Deadline Majority Lynch? Should Team Liquid stay with this, you know, the typical Deadline vote player with the most votes at the end of the day gets lynched? Should that continue to be the default, or do we need to change? I think we need to change. I've got to run in a minute, so I'm just going to quickly state my thoughts on instant majority versus deadline. I think instant majority is, um, I think it's a better system. There's a couple of problems with it, but here's the main reason why I think it's good. I think instant majority gives you the ability to to let town determine the pace of the game, especially in long games. It prevents bad lynches from happening, um, and it puts a lot of pressure on the scum team. In I town did jump the gun in British Mafia 2 for days 1 and 3. And also kind of in day two. But in general, the ability to extend the day if it's not clear who should get lynched is really useful for town. And at the, and at the same time, I think also helps new players learn. I think um, people treat their votes differently also. Votes become a lot more important in instant majority lynch than they are in deadline lynch, where you can just chuck your vote on everyone and change it when you want. Um and I think if somebody's busy for 24 hours, it's not as bad as Instant Majority Lynch. I will say, though, that Instant Majority Lynch is a huge pain for hosts. Um, for my upcoming normal minigame, LXI, I do have three co-hosts because it's going to be a 25-man game with Instant Majority Lynch. And so I do think it has that drawback. Um, I recommend it, though. I think it promotes better town play, and I think it makes for more interesting and suspenseful games. I can't believe so you're going to go. So, oh yeah, I, I can't believe you're doing the instant majority lynch with a larger game. Like I all, I, I really support the idea of instant ma- majority being a standard in minis, but in large games, it's just it seems like it would be impossible to get a group of twenty five people to be decisive in the way that you really need to for it to be a good game. I, I guess we'll find out. I'm actually going to leave now, and because I was the call host, I'm just going to have to rehit the call the call button after I disconnect. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 
Thanks. All right, take care, boys. Thanks. Yes, thanks, everyone. I look forward to it. All right, thanks. Okay. All right. All right. We got so, um, uh, Do we want to take a break after we talk about this before we get to questions? Yeah, sure. We can do that. Um, but I don't have a okay. sandwich or something. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it would be really hard to do in a in a large game. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's see how it goes. I think it's worth a try. And I'm all up for anything that forces people to play better, which is what it does. Yeah. And it definitely puts a ton of pressure on, on the scum. And I think with uh, in British Empire Mini Mafia, what happened with those hammers going down really early, this town is just used to throwing boats away. Mm -hmm. And if you had more games with that mechanic, they would start to realize how precious uh, their boat is. You know, they would adapt. You would, you would adapt to it eventually. Yeah. I mean, but just to give you yeah. an idea of how powerful, like, and how much pressure it puts on Scum, like, in uh, GSL 3, when um, we, had a, we had a pretty decent town, and we took down Marv on day two. It was the only time he's ever gotten Lynch to Scum, um, just because, you know, we kind of really, really drew the screws and had this, like, 72-hour day one, um, in which his, his uh, voting kind of attitudes became so obvious that we killed him. And he's a very, very good Scum player. Um, so it is a really, really powerful tool, in my opinion. I think it's very town-favored. Well, uh, I actually, uh, <clears throat> I would like to voice my opinion, too. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, I co-hosted uh, a game which, which was called Real-Time Mafia 2, uh, two I think. No, it's, it was only one, uh, with Rebirth of Legend. And I th uh, it, was, uh, it had a different dynamic as well, because the night kills... And all roles uh, were happening in like one, one thing, one one block of of stuff. I mean, I don't think there was a night. Yeah, there there wasn't a night. I think it just came from day one to day two because all kills happened during the day, and uh, those things changed the the dynamic quite quite well. The people uh, did not know what to expect, and I think, uh, as for uh, instant majority, I think there's uh, a similarity uh, that the game can change really, really fast depending what's happening in the thread. Like, if people are starting to organize in real time, mafia, mafia would shoot the people who, are, who would start to organize things, and they could like kill one guy. And then five hours later, they would kill, kill two guys, which was uh, quite interesting. And for instant, major, uh, instant majority, I think that people can like bounce the ideas of each other and then at one point decide to make a lynch. And I think that's, that's good, but there's one thing bad about this, and it's time zones. Oh, <laughs> because, yeah. because some people might miss out on those things like I'm I'm from Europe and if the towny circle which formed is from USA I might have hard time uh, being in the heat of discussion and be left like with these leftovers and like even trying to contribute to things I will be left with nothing because I can't decide the lunch because I'm just not around yeah. and and now you are put in this weird position 
the where you put your vote ahead because if you if you don't it's like you are not helping the town because if you think someone's scam you you'd rather put the vote on than not vote if you are going to sleep and this might create weird situations where he's not exactly mafia and mafia pushes him and then you are like oh this guy uh, was was is not suspicious because uh, he pushed this guy and then disappeared and nobody actually cares about time zones mm. <laughs> uh, funny things happen but about instant majority uh, i think that longer days actually benefit town really really strongly i think it really favors town in this in all the setups because uh well mafia needs to have this rigged structure of cycles because uh, they can like we said about objectives about setting them and if you don't know how long the day is going to be you can't say okay we for 24 hours we are going to try to disrupt the thread and then we are going to try and push something someone and in instant majority uh, you get into this situation where people don't know exactly what to do because uh, if you are going to actively push for a lynch you are going to be put in like the the spotlight of spotlights if the thread is at stagnation and nobody wants to lynch anyone and you say i want to lynch this guy this creates a hard situation for scam and i think that town having full reign about how the game is played well from the definition is quite unbalanced well i mean i think in one sense it is harder for a passive scum team to do really well in instant lynch because you know it, it requires i think instant majority lynch does require on both scum and town being very reactive especially scum where you need to you have an incentive to really cut off the day and make it shorter um, but I think it really, really or, um, rewards active scum play in that people who are willing to step up, who are willing to push mislinches and aren't scared of the spotlight and don't fold in the spotlight can really be rewarded and just really pull off some crazy, crazy plays uh, through the instant lynch system. I think what Ruby was saying is just, uh, really enforcing the idea that this wouldn't work in a larger game mm. because scum has to play very reactively in an instant majority lynch situation, and when you have a scum team of five or uh, five or six people, it's hard to react when you're not communicating. If you only have two or three scum, they can kind of lone wolf it a bit more without fucking up. You know what I mean? If you have five or six uh, scum in the game, and you know one of them gets hammered, or the town uh, discussion immediately quickly moves to a place that they're not comfortable with. How much time does it actually take for all of those people to get together and create a plan to deal with it? <coughs> and I think that the amount of time that it would create for scum to formulate those kinds of plans would really bite them in the ass, and mm. make it pretty obvious who they are. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess kind of it goes back to what you say. Easy yeah. if it's just you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it goes back to what you said before, where I mean, where you know, scum really needs to be. If you don't get a plan, if you don't have a plan, if you're not reactive, you get steamrolled in a large game. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not that you all have to be doing the same thing. I think your uh, mic just cut lower for some reason. 
Oh, I muffled it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. You, uh, it's not that scum need to all be doing the same thing at the same time. They just need to be on the same page and have some kind of agreement or, you know, use that advantage that they have, which is the ability to, you know, two brains are better than one, right? So in a situation where you have to react that quickly in an instant majority lynch game, I think it becomes really hard for a large team of players uh, to put something together that fast. Mm -hmm. And that's, like you said, it really rewards active scum play. But the thing is, I think on Mafia Scum, which is the larger uh, Mafia community, they have the wiki and all of that. It's referenced a lot in Team Liquid Posts. Almost all of their games are instant majority lynch and are uh, larger games, like 30 people plus. And uh, they do some kind of tracking, but most of the tracking that they do as far as balance is all for setups of 11 players or less. Because I think when you put 30 players in a game, there's so much going on. I think it's really hard to get a sense of what balance is in a large game like that. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much more opportunity to get, you know, players that just troll or, you know, they don't try. You, you know, you start getting a ton of bad players and, and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a wash. And that's what I feel like with, you know, with Mafia LX, I definitely learned something about my own play and how other people play, but I don't really think I learned anything about the actual balance of the game or, you know, how important was the setup in determining who won or who didn't win. I didn't learn anything about that, and I don't think you really could. Okay. So is that basically everything on But I, I like it. You know, I just like having something in the game that forces people to try, and that's what I try to do with my... You know, I try to make them intentionally difficult in the hopes that this will motivate people to push themselves to the next level. And I kind of feel like, you know, if you're not doing that already, then I don't really understand what you're getting out of Mafia. Like, what's fun for you about coming into a game and just making, you know, three or four one-liners and then not participating beyond that? I mean, that? some players do have fun with that. Yeah, but how? Oh, I have well, it's not fun for anyone else. Well, since the two players I'm going to talk about are not playing, Nisani and Sinani, I can say they enjoy that a lot. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone yeah. that I said that Sinani and Nisani love lurking. Hmm. So, do you want to talk about some of the other, um, some of the other uh, interesting lynch mechanics that have come out, or do you want to keep going on uh, instant majority? Um, yeah, there's a couple. I've been thinking about some stuff, and you have, I mean, you have a deadline majority lynch where town has 48 hours to vote. And uh, if a player reaches the majority of votes, they're lynched. And if nobody reaches majority, then nobody gets lynched. And I, th- I think on Team Liquid, Scum would probably win every single game in that situation. In, oh, in the majority I, system? Um, I don't know. I, a, a lot of the newbie games work around that, and they've been rather town favorite. Yeah, but do they have 30 people? Sorry? I mean, but, but, like, in 48 hours, do you think you can get 25 to 30 oh, 25 people, people on the same Ooh, thing yeah. and majority lynch Fair a enough. player? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And bandwagons are already get very split. But the thing about Alex was weird because I think almost every vote, uh, every uh, lynch that happened on LX happened very quickly and happened by a landslide. Well, I, I Chesanu think was lynched by a landslide. That more speaks to the there. atmosphere, right? Because that is a very, very lurky town where people couldn't defend themselves. And as a result, you get these bandwagons rolling. Right? Because, like, it, 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 it,
Did it? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I think it kicked you out and put Blazing Hand for some reason, and he's like in, but he's not saying anything. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I, I LX. It, it struck me as weird, even when the game was happening, that it, it felt like Town had already decided what to do within two or three hours of the first day on every day, and I'm so used to you know, a game going on for, or I mean a day going on for 10 or 12 hours before, you know, stuff really starts to come out. And there wasn't like, like the last game I played before this was Storm Mafia. Well, actually it was a different Mafia game. Oh my God, Storm Mafia. But in Storm Mafia, I think on like day three, there was this huge argument between Werebugs Go and Viscera Eyes and nobody had really decided what sides they were taking yet. I mean, the town kind of let them argue, and I took the wrong side on that one. Shame on me. But uh, that never happened in LX. I mean, every day, it was just, okay, we're going to kill this guy now, and everybody's saying, yeah, let's do it. And I mean, there was there was some argumentation going on in there, but it never had any weight. It never had any consequence. I mean, the bandwagons just happened so quickly. And I think it's weird that, uh, I mean, maybe that's was the problem with town, was that town was just rolling and not really thinking about where they were going, and not slowing down, and trying to draw the discussions out, and hear both sides of the story. It was just automatically, okay, Garipta scum, he's dead. Okay, Glorio scum, he's dead. And we sheeped each other way too much. And so maybe, <laughs> if that's the way that town's going to keep playing, maybe a deadline majority I mean, lynch. I, I, but I, I think, think ultimately, you end up with a lot of no lynches. I think that's <laughs> very, very atmosphere-specific, though. Like, LX was a very lurky game. Yeah. A lot of lurkers, a lot of sheep. Um, and I, I think of the average town. The average town hasn't been so bad in that regard. Um, like I, I think, let's see. I don't know. It's the last, I haven't played it. So this is my, LX right now is my only reference point for what the large game meta is. Okay. Uh, I thought British uh, Mini was good. I think that had a lot of discussion. It seemed like everybody was pretty active. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, the scum team in British Mini was rather lucky and got steamrolled. Because in part because yeah. of the XP, um, but yeah, I mean, sure. I, I think towns overall pretty good with the activity things. Scum, on the other hand, there's I think there's a dichotomy right now where people have an active town and just really don't know what to do with scum. Uh, but that's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's just the new crop of players that we have haven't had. Because when I played, there was definitely a lot more veterans playing Mafia, like a couple of years ago. You know, you saw BC, and, and there was just a lot more of those decorated players around who had rolled scum, you know, eight or nine times and kind of knew what to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you end up with these new scum teams, I think it's I think rolling scum is really intimidating. And, the, and I'm in a weird position. I feel very comfortable with scum because my first six games in a row, I was scum oh, in all. Wow. So when I started, the first game I played, I rolled town in, I think, was Salem Mafia. And I was very... No, it wasn't Salem. I think it was Insane Mafia was my first town game. And I had no idea what to do as town. <laughs> I was so intimidated by the thought of being town. I was like, gosh, I wish I could roll scum, but then I would at least know what to do. Mm. And it was a very weird... It was a, it was, I'm in the exact opposite in that respect. But then I kept rolling town over and over again, and now I'm kind of back to, like, I feel uncomfortable with scum because I think uh, I'm a lot lurkier. Or I just I'm I'm uh, I'm less aggressive as scum and just in a different way. Like I'm I'm way more uh, 
I'm aggressive in the sense that I'm insulting everybody, mm. not in the sense that I'm you know, <laughs> putting a lot of pressure on people. Yeah. And I, I try to be an asshole, so. My first game was, like, a disaster. I got lynched day one. <laughs> I stumped? No, I was actually town. Oh. And I got, I got in this mode that everyone is doing bad things to me and scum is, like, engineering the lynch. I got really into it and then I started posting some random numbers I don't remember why I think it was something to confirm myself I don't I don't actually remember but I was quite uh, like going back to the thing that people easily get scared when they are new and yeah uh, I I got quite scared in my first game that I'm going to die Hmm. but the scariest thing is I was going to die as town while I did not help the town and I actually did something wrong. You know, when you get lynched as town, that means you did something wrong. Usually. Sometimes well, you, sometimes you are Usually just... it's on TL, but you know, there are the odd case that scum just did something really awesome. Like Cav Dragon Lynch Pick your power inside. And Vare's guide starts off by saying that, you know, there's a marked difference between a town badly because mafia forced them to, or a town just playing bad on its own. And I think a lot of town losses are just because town didn't put it together and not necessarily because mafia just rolled over them. You know, town can just hand the game on a silver platter to mafia. And I want to see games. I mean, I, I love to see games where town plays well and then loses anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like these games because... because- I don't know if that's going to happen, but I mean, at a theoretical situation where Mafia just plays so well and is so good at disrupting and deceiving people that you know they just slide by a good town. I, don't know, I think the because I don't think be... that. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I mean, I, I think that being good town doesn't necessarily mean that your reads are correct because you can play in the right way and look for the right things and be constructive and come to the wrong conclusions if Scum is really that good. At manipulating. Yeah, I think the closest we've got to that in recent memory is Hero Mini Mafia, where we had a really, really strong town lineup and a pretty good, you know, scum lineup, and scum ended up winning, despite a pretty good town effort uh, and pretty active town. Um, but yeah, that's like really the only game I can think of where you know a, a good town lost, and that was very, very barely, barely. I I played a game that Brown Bear hosted. I don't remember who else was on my team except for Bloody Cobbler. And we had a perfect victory. Town mislynched every lynch, and they vigilant every vigilante hit a townie. Oh wow! And all of us survived to the end game. And my memory of that game isn't very good, but from what I remember, it was mostly because almost everybody in town lurked, except for Bill Murray, and nobody listened. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so matter. <laughs> and he was right. He was right about everything, but nobody cared because. Compared to Bloody Cobbler. And the thing was, like, here's the thing that I think people miss in Mafia. Everything that Bill Murray said made perfect sense. And everything that Bloody Cobbler said was total bullshit. And it was obvious. But it was just the way that Bloody Cobbler said it sounded so reasonable and so put together. And the way that Bill Murray said what he was saying was so unhinged and so, you know, (laughs) aggressive and emotional that I think people just figure, oh, yeah, this Bloody Cobbler guy sounds smart. I'll you know, vote with him. <laughs> and you don't necessarily have to have a good or right idea to convince people that you're right. 
oftentimes you just have to be the loudest voice or, you know, use the bigger word or whatever it is. I mean, it's on some degree playing scum is a lot like, you know, playing politician. Well, I think we have uh, found a problem uh, in today's uh, TL Mafia metagame, I, I think I can call it, that our scum teams are not exactly playing that good and many mm, scum wins are not because that scam team played well, but because town killed itself. And I have a question to you. Uh, what can we do to fix that? Well, I mean, first of all, we need a guide. Like, we have so, much, so many resources on how to play town and how to play town really, really well. And there's absolutely nothing you can read on TL that's about how to play scum well. And, you know, even, Actually, well, there's Ace's guy. Yeah, but there's it's like not even complete, guy. right? <laughs> yes. No, it's not complete, and it's not. And the way that Ace plays scum, nobody else could do that without getting lynched. Only Ace can do it. Yeah. And that's Ace the is thing is like he has this way of playing scum, but he's not like that's the he he. I mean, I guess he is good, but it's not good because what he says in threads makes sense. Is he's so good at bullying? Yeah. town members into just going along with him and he completely preys on the fact and the knowledge that he goes into a game and he sees okay here's a bunch of players that are intimidated like a guy like Garipped Ace would just rip eat him alive hmm. because you have a handful of those players that are intimidated that tend to sheep or that tend to give up when their backs are against the wall and in Insane Mafia Ace was scum and I was as close to sure as I could be, that he was scum by the end of day one. And I started to pressure him a little bit, and I was so intimidated by Ace that I thought, well, I'm not going to just unload a case on him because I don't want to get... I feel like he's going to turn the bandwagon against me and get me lynched. So I just started prodding at him, and he just... He was so mean to me. He was so <laughs> mean to me. For it. And that and that's so... That's really scary if you're a newer player. And then, you know, he was telling me I'm a fucking idiot and, you know, nothing I said made any sense. And no one's going to vote with you because I'm ace and I'm the best mafia player and I'm the smartest. Oh and who God. are you? You're nothing. Yeah, actually. So basically what he, said, he, said, he said, I'm ace because I'm ace. I'm right because I'm so smart. And, uh, you know, if I'm town, like, oh, you're an idiot if you don't think I'm like, that's kind of like what Toadstern did, which was like. You're an idiot if you don't think I'm town. I'm like, okay, that doesn't convince, that shouldn't convince anybody. But I used to be, you know, it was like my first or second game as town. I can totally see why a new townie would read that and think, oh God, I don't want to argue with this guy. Mm -hmm. So I just left him alone. And Scum won the game because I never pushed my reach because he scared me so much. Yeah, Bobby, but I, I, I don't, <laughs> you, you, I couldn't just start doing that and winning games as Scum mm -hmm. because I don't play that way. But you say that, you know, but I think Ace's style does have something to teach in that, you know, being active, you know, being self confident. And, you know, just you, you can look at yeah. one of Ace's games or analysis of his scum games and kind of, you know, and kind of draw something for a bit as a potential new scum player or someone who really doesn't know how to play. And the fact is, we just don't have yeah, any of that on TL Mafia. We have none of it. Just be louder than everybody else. Yeah. And in I a think... game like LX was the perfect opportunity for a scum to come in and just be because none of the townies cared at that point where everybody was just ready to sheep. Yeah. And if I Mafia and like if I see in a game where, OK, uh, two of our guys got lynched in a row. This sucks. But I'm noticing that the bandwagons all formed extremely quickly and not necessarily like I think the bandwagon on Promethalax formed really fast. 
Because until his farewell post, what he had done up to that point wasn't the nail in the coffin at all. But everybody was ready to kill him already. So I'm saying, okay, I'm playing in a town that's sheeping each other, that's being very hasty about it. So if I can get myself in a position where I'm the one saying the most stuff, they're probably just going to go along with what I'm saying without even you know really reading into it. Mm-hmm. And that's what Ace does well. And it also works for him as town because he's a good scum hunter and he gets everybody going along with his reads and he pushes his reads in the same way by strong arming and forcing everyone into agreeing with him because I'm Ace. That's his argument. Sometimes I've, I've, I swear I've seen him say, this guy is scum. I don't even need to post a case because I'm Ace. <laughs> so you better vote with me. And, it, you know, that could work. And not that it's, you know... You don't learn a lot from that, but you learn that uh, you learn something, which is that the loudest voice tends to win. Well, but I actually, you guys go ahead and give your thoughts. But after this, let's get to uh, questions. Sure. Well, I, I, I continuing the ace thing. Well, I played in Pick Your Power Insane. I think that was my second game. I rolled scum in that. I was on the team together with Ace, Chesino, and Color, and Tienkted. Like the oh most, God. the most hilarious fucking team ever, and we had like, like tinted, uh, fucking boost, a nuke from Chizido. <laughs> I think he killed some someone like Flame Wheel. <laughs> that was like fucking hilarious as fuck, and like he, Chizido wanted even to dodge a, a Kingmaker Lynch, but. Think that was like sleeping, and Chizid was spamming his inbox, <laughs> and think that was like, oh shit, because Chizid died. That's just that's just a thing. I just wanted to say that the game was extremely hilarious, and the team was like all stars. Well, that game had like chaos. Well, ego all stars. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Like, man, there was incognito. Oh. Incognito was. So like he made this huge fucking case. Like uh, it was a huge post. Like the 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 closest to what I I have seen recently was foolishness post in per, uh, personality too. But I'm not going to reference that because that's an ongoing game. Uh, and this post said that Ace and Color were mafia, and that was fucking true. And to add to that, he fucking nuked someone, I think it was Chizinu, or, yeah, he nuked Chizinu <laughs> and killed two people correctly, Mafia, after Ace uh-huh. and Color pushed Cav Dragon, they won. And why they pushed Cav Dragon? And I think, when playing Mafia, it's really important to know how people are playing. Because Ace and Color pushed Cav Dragon because they knew he's emotional and he's going to flip when he's going to be attacked and he's going to get hit. And that made a really, really easy lynch for them. Like, they slowly uh, made, uh, they slowly gathered heat under his feet, and then they started, they posted a case, even Color posted even a behavioral case, like said, oh, if you do this, you are scam, and this and that. It was like crazy. And then they just started making pictures or something, like, oh, Cap Dragon is scam, I'm just calling them, him scam repeatedly just what Doctor said, that Ace loves that, like saying that someone is scumbag as his Ace. And they had like really easy lynch they won. 
But then shit started to hit the fan because Incognito was on their asses. Incognito was like a legendary town. And that was the moment where we started panicking. And when things started to go down the drain, because every every person on our team, besides me, I was Admiral Akbar, and I suicided for no reason at some point and killed only two people. I thought I would kill three people because I was targeting a party cop. But what did party cop do? Check himself. And I was like, what the fuck? Party cop can check himself? And I was like, fuck, I wanted to kill three people. Why? But (laughs) it was really sad at that point. But like... People correctly put heat on Tinkted, Chizino, Ace, and Color, and things started to crumble apart because we had no one, no one to come in the thread and support each other. Like, I was a no name. Like, there was, there's this big list, there's like Boom at Large, Foolishness, Kitama, and Baron, their Wiggles, and then there's like Kurumi, and there's like Killer SOS, and, and that's all. And the rest is like Ace, Chizino, Incognito, Cave Dragon, Dreamflower, Map, Xiv. All people who are like crazy good. So, I that was a crazy game. And I think that what we should learn from the expert, I, I think we can call them expert, Mafia players, is that they aren't afraid to create bullshit and then push it. Like with 100%... Uh, certainly, uh, certainty, certainty, award, in the award, award, one hundred percent confidence that they are right. Like everything that was said about Cav Dragon was bullshit, and it was all based on that what they thought before about Cav Dragon that he's an emotional player, which applies to a lot of people. Bill Murray, Visera uh, Eyes is, I think, is really emotional. And we saw that in Alex when he was like, hmm, I think I should lose Prometholex. Over nothing. And it's just that Scum didn't capitalize on that at all. Knowing that Viscera Eyes is this kind of player that kind of gets off his rocker once you start pushing him, I would have loved to see Scum actually do that. And I think Scum Scum teams might be thinking in this way, that we're going to wait for townies to start attacking each other and then we're just going to take one side of the argument and let town kill itself. But it becomes really clear what you're doing over time. And when you have a player like Ace that's willing to just manufacture a lie and say it so loudly and so often that townies start to believe it's true, that's a lot more effective. Because inevitably you're going to get someone who comes in and go, oh, well, he's playing really confidently and that's a town tell. Yeah. At least you're not playing scared, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if there's anything, you, any lesson you can learn from Ace's game, or, you know, active scum play in general, it's probably just to fake it till you make it. Like, j- just keep, yeah. if you keep saying something and keep saying bullshit and aren't really scared about it, good things are going to happen. Or at least better things are going to happen. Can I say about scum teams and about Caller? What was the game we played, Karumi? It was you and me and Caller, and we just did not, we did not mesh at all. There was uh, too much ego on that team. <clears throat> I couldn't stand Caller. Yeah. Do you remember that game? Damn it. I have no idea. I I got really angry at you. I think I (laughs) sent you, like, hate mail because I was so mad that you were trolling in the game. And, like, I had a plan. And then Caller had this other plan about a buster. And I kept – I just kept posting in the IRC, like, 
you're a fucking idiot. Like, don't do this. I hate you. Don't do this plan. You asshole. I hate you. And then he just was like, fuck you. I'm caller. I'll do what I want. And then you just got in the thread and like started posting like haikus or something. And I was so mad at you. This is a disaster, Scum Team. We all. That's one of the things about Scum is it's interesting. I'd love to put all the huge ego players on the same team and just watch it collapse because everybody tries to take control and wants to push their plan. So you need to have a, like one central leader and then a certain amount of players that are willing to go along with that guy because you can't put me and Caller on the same team. It doesn't because we're, we're both control freaks. Hmm. Me especially. It's a bad habit. I want to, I'm trying to edit everyone's posts. Huh? I'm trying to find this game. I have no idea what it could be. I don't remember what it was. I I, 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 I know you are true, that, that you are telling the truth. Yeah, that... you just weren't even trying. You were just like posting like, you were like posting Chaz new stuff. Yes, I got I, I'm that. number one I fan. Think lit, I think we might have bust, we bust one of our teammates on day one. So that caller could take all the town credit for it. Yes, that was our yes. Fuck. What was the game? Guy. And I'm pretty sure we lost. <laughs> like, very quickly. And I've... I, I used to really like the idea of day one bus. I don't like it anymore. Because I don't think... I think back then, it was... Uh, people definitely bought a lot harder into town cred. Like, if you pushed a good lynch, people really thought you were town. But it doesn't seem like that. It's the case anymore. Um, it is the case. Well, it, it kind of depends. Well, you know, it, it is not an LX. Oh, an LX. Well, I mean, you know, you have to have an explanation for keeping being alive later. But that, that might be because I was there saying nobody gets town cred for anything. I just kept saying that over and over again. I, I mean, I shit on Toad Stern, and I mean, I got him mod killed, but I also <laughs> wanted him get lynched for the way that he played and you know we talked about Alex enough mm -hmm. and I let's move on to these questions All so right. that this doesn't go on too long sure thing so I got some questions via email but I'm not gonna read those ones I'll, <laughs> I'll save that for later because Gaript has four questions and they're uh, pretty good so um, Gaript got lynched what day three or day four oh, I'm gonna look that up day, right after Chesanu right pretty sure it was day three after Chesanu and um, he kind of martyred himself. He got very angry and, you know, was saying, oh, the vets are so arrogant and this and this and that. He uh, he seems to really want to make an honest effort to improve his place. So question one, how can you go? How can you go about being that more lighthearted, semi trolling style while remaining active and aggressive? Also, is that style effective for town scum play? Um, I think you should not do that at all. Yeah. Um, and not worry about whether it's uh, you can you know be active and aggressive at the same time. Just don't do it, especially as a new player. I think Bloody Cobbler gets a pass to do that because he's proven that he can turn it on when it counts. And you haven't proven that yet. So prove that you can play the game the normal way, the right way, before you start going into these experimental kind of trolley styles. You know, you you need to set a strong foundation for yourself. And learn how to scum hunt and learn how to um, be aggressive and put pressure right. And if you're trying to shoehorn your play into this really specific weird style, it's you're not going to learn the right way. I think that's I think that's the greatest question someone could ask me because I'm like the second troll of TL Mafia after Chizinu. And what I can what I can say is that if you start trolling, it's it's really hard to stop because well. 
it's fun, I must say, <clears throat> and it's and the biggest threat uh, when you are like doing this trolley stuff. When you roll scum, you have fucking no idea what to do because usually as town you just didn't give a fuck and you just like were. Oh, I'm in my world. I'm just giving out reds, uh, attacking people, posting pictures, blah, blah, blah. And then you roll scam. And suddenly, you need to be serious. Because you are not going to win the game, maybe, because other players are playing it normally. You are need, you need to put some effort. And then suddenly, you make the, those rookie mistakes. Like, you play entirely different. And people like our Kurum is not trolling is um, calling it, and then suddenly it turns out to so be true. Is the, is, is the real answer. I mean, if you want to develop a good meta from, you know, both sides of the coin, just learn, you know, take it slow, learn how to play the game first. And, like, the way that Bloody Cobbler trolls is he kind of does this bullshit for, like, the first day, and then when it matters or when he has something strong, he comes out and lays down the law. And if you establish yourself as a kind of player that just trolls all the time, when it does come time for you, to post something that needs to be considered or you have a really good case or a really good read, people might not take you seriously. And that's a problem in your town, is you need to have credibility. Yes, that's true. I, I agree because I know that people... Like, yeah. sometimes people are like, okay, I, I won't listen to you. Uh, you're stupid or something. You're disrupting the thread. Yeah. And that's so what I say. I mean, let's be, let's be clear. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing to add to that. That's pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like you, you have you have to start, just don't go into a game with the intention of trolling because you're going to you're not going to have a lot of goodwill from a lot of people. You know, just take it seriously, and you know the posting style and the individual intricacies will come after later. Right, and like, your goal right now should be to learn the foundation of the game and you know all of these simple things. And trying to play in that style is going to be is going to be counteractive to that. And once you learn, and like once you you know. You're a decorated mafia player. I think that you can afford to troll a little bit because at least you know how to do the things you need to do when you need to do them. And from the way that you just phrased your question, which is how can you troll while also being useful, means that you don't probably don't know how to be useful in the first place. So you sh you should just focus on. Yeah, and the thing is, like Chesinu is like for many people. I think the, the vast majority is still up person where people just take a coin, do a coin flip and say, okay, Chizinu this game is town because they have no idea what No, to I don't do. even read his posts. I don't even read them. I just skip everything he says. Because <laughs> I know I'm not going to get anything out of it. I don't know his method. I don't know. I'm not going to learn the nuances of what his jokes are like as Mafia versus what his jokes are like as town. I don't read his posts. I barely even read Masera Eye's post because he goes on these tears where he posts 50 times on the same page and it's all one sentence in all caps. I'm just not going to read that shit, so just don't play like that. Well, actually, Because no one's going to listen to you. Everything. And if you're scum, you need people to listen to you. If you're town, you need people to listen to you. So, you know, just don't play in the style that's going to shoot your that forces you to shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty okay. much the whole question. <coughs> so what's the next one you got? <coughs> uh, you there, Dr. H? 
he's in the call, but he's not. Okay. I got called by um, this spam travel agency place keeps calling me, and uh, it put the Skype call on hold. I got to block their number. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. Anyway, question two. I know I got ripped for my play in LX, and rightfully so. Bet on you for admitting that. When covering good scum play, you noted how I, like many townies, can get into this you or me mentality. How is Town D prevent that from happening and leading towards negative town atmosphere? Um, my answer is it, it's effort. And when you see two players get into a really long, drawn-out argument, it's a lot easier to make an assumption and just say, okay, one of these guys is mafia and one of these guys is town, and not look any deeper into that, because looking deeper into that revolves reading a lot of shit. So if you just wait for one of them to flip and then lynch the other guy, I think probably a little over half of the time, they're both going to be town and you're in a really bad situation. So you just have to think more. And, you know, if other people aren't thinking about it, and you are, force them to think about it. Start saying, hey, both of these guys could be town, you know, don't be idiots, and, you know, just keep posting that. You know, if the town discussion isn't going the right way, or the town sentiment isn't going the right way, it's your responsibility as a townie to make sure that it does, or at least start presenting ideas that are actually constructive. You know, I, I think to some extent that is that kind of dichotomy where you look at this really emotional argument and go like one scum, one town, or you know, even when someone's attacking you, you automatically you know OMGS the guy. I think to some extent that's unavoidable because you know mafia is an emotional game. <laughs> However, I, I think to to start to start moving away from that, I, I think you need to start controlling your emotions a little bit. You know, start. Think of mafia less as you know some duel to death, and you know more as you know you pursuing some you know larger goal of killing all the mafia. So I mean, I, I think to a certain extent you just have to try to tone down the emotion, and just kind of you know take a step back, take a deep breath, and you know listen. I'm going to take an objective look at this situation, and you know do what I need to do to get the win. Yeah, uh, when you argue with a person, uh, it's really easy to say, like you are town, and then you say. He is arguing with me. It's clear to me that he is mafia because he does not agree with me and tries to show people that he is right. And I think that's that might not only severe the the things that go in thread because you are spamming it and everything that's in the thread is you and the other guy, but it can actually severe relations between people. Like I had those arguments with lie about, and I think we had like two games where we played and we like, it was really, really uh, violent, I must say, uh, between us. And I think in both of these games, we were both town and we just like flung shit at each other and it made no sense. Like at first our argument was, mm, it was okay. Like you can argue with people to show that you are right or you are not. But after a while, you are just going to call each other monkeys and idiots, and this is not going to get anyone anywhere. Yeah, actually, um, me and Dr. H had just two games. I think it was um, one of the larger Mafia games and Death Note Mini, where I think I was, I going, remember after, I was I going after you for some of the most retarded reasons. Because I think at one point you built a case on me, and I have never been attacked before. It was like one of my first normal games. And I got just so pissed off that I was convinced you were Mafia for like two games in a row. And right. I mean, I think that's the thing where, you know, 
if you ever find yourself in that situation or you find yourself really getting emotional about something, leave the computer, take an hour, you know, go for a walk around the block or do what you need to do, come back and take a look at the game. Because I think that's and probably I've the definitely, best way I've definitely been in a lot of situations. I think, I think now that I've taken like a very long sabbatical from Mafia, I've been able to come back to it and be less emotional. Maybe it's maybe it's getting older. I don't know what it is because I started. I mean, my first games were like four years ago, and I was what like sixteen at the time. So <laughs> it's definitely a maturity issue. But um, yeah, I oh my god, how are we gonna say omgust all the time, constantly, and uh, it got to the point to where Mafia. If I rolled town in a game, they knew I would do that, so they would just <laughs> constantly attack me. So that I would stay focused on one of their teammates while the rest of them could, you know, wreak havoc in the thread. And it worked. Um, but a question I started to ask myself is if I'm town and someone accuses me, instead of immediately assuming, oh, this guy's mafia or, oh, this guy's bad. What I try to figure out, okay, one, why does he think I'm mafia? Like, what is the crux of his case? Oh, yeah. And, and two, is he misrepresenting me on purpose like is it really obvious that he's just making something up or does he just not understand the way that i'm playing or the way what i'm trying to say and in lx almost all of the pressure that was on me was a hundred percent from players just not being familiar with my metagame because they don't know who i am or like wave of shadow thought i was scum because i didn't know what the bartender did and not realizing that I never read the OB of any game that I'm in and always make these mistakes. So, and I actually tend to make them a lot less as Mafia. So, you know, I tried to, instead of just, well, I did make the mistake of, you know, just voting for him, but I came from a headspace of trying to say, okay, before I call him scum and say that he's stupid or he's bad, try to help him understand what I'm actually doing or what I'm actually thinking. And if he's town and if he sees, if it's just a misunderstanding and he sees where I'm actually coming from, he should drop the case. But if he just keeps saying the same bullshit over and over again, then he's probably mafia because mafia aren't going to back down that quickly because I think in a mafia's mind, they're thinking, oh, if I just drop my reads like that, people are going to think I'm scum. But I would actually think the opposite. That's a really good point about changing the pace of the conversation. That you know you don't have to create you don't have to create a situation like let's say if you, if you think you're getting pressured by mafia just about the worst thing you can do is go and just scream at them and that's it like oh you're wrong you're lying you're wrong you're lying you're wrong it makes you look bad. yeah it makes you look like an idiot and actually the best way to deal with that is just to step back and try to like play diplomat with the guy because then you start to figure out whether this guy is either off his rocker is bullshitting everything or is willing to make a compromise with you. Because you'd be surprised. People like townies are willing to be reasonable and willing to back down from you if you're just willing to, you know, just step back and be patient. Coagulation isn't. Oh well, <laughs> you know, th there are your there are your cases, um, but you know, for the most some, part, but, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, you know, when you get a vet um, who's going after you, if you're willing to be patient, reasonable, and you know, not try to make him an enemy, you can get him off you all the time. And that's the thing, like, um, day one of LX, you know, I accused Wave of Shadow, and he kind of immediately was like, oh, are you scum? Because you're doing this attack on me. And I'm like, no, you know, I just want you to explain to me why you did this and why you thought it was a town thing to do. And he did that. And I thought, okay, this guy is being genuine about what he's saying. Because mm -hmm. scum, I don't see how scum could really have a good answer to that question. 
to why did you do this and why did you think it would be a town way to do? The answer that you give to that question is very telling. So I think that your goal in an argument with the player is it to just berate them. Unless you're sure they're scum, your goal is to kill them, right? But if it's still kind of up in the air like that, your goal should be to learn as much about their intentions and their thoughts as you possibly can. Because that can only make your read better one way or the other. Yep. By the I, way, we have uh, there was a long time due uh, shout out from Wizard Eyes to a good doctor for making it happen for reals. Hmm. <laughs> I just wanted uh, to say you. that. Sorry about uh, all the shit talking. I uh, I love I love to hate VE, but he's a he's a good guy. I think that VE, you know, he has a ton of potential as a player if he could like just relax more and just focus, more. just relax more, focus more. And organize your thoughts. Because someone like me, if you're going to present your case in 15 different posts, I'm never going to read it or pay attention to it. And in LX, he was like, Dr. H, why aren't you voting for Todestern? What do you think of Todestern? And I was just like, I don't care. Because you haven't made this argument to me in a way that I want to read. And <laughs> I mean, I guess that's arrogance on my part. But I just, I just don't think the game should be played like that. I, I don't know. Well, I think we nailed another thing about how to play town uh, it is to we, we have talked about what to do day one and I think uh, the thing that builds uh, the relationships between people is actually arguing so uh, sometimes I think I think every time you should be consequent with your reds and try to find out why someone thinks that X is different from your point of view and I think that being it uh, being uh, doing things slow and thinking about them mm, I like I like words god damn it <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you, you need to just think about things and why people say them I, th I think we have nailed something really important about how to play mafia uh, in this part and I just wanted to uh, say that again. So what's the next question? Because I think we don't have much to say about arguing, Actually, do we? I did think of something, and it kind of goes back to the day one thing. And I think the reason why the Promethalax RNG plan discussion ended up being so productive. And, you know, I think talking about plans is a good way to get day one discussion rolling. Because... Well, okay. So Promethalax had his plan about if I... If you elect me mayor, I'm going to random number generate a person, and then I'm going to lynch that person, which is beyond ridiculous, right? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But that was what he said. Okay, and that's fine. I've heard worse. But it was the way that he reacted to people calling that man stupid instead of saying, oh, it, like, it, 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 it was obvious that he wasn't making any real attempt to, like, consider other people's arguments or to understand where we were coming from and he just kept saying like the same thing over and over like i would say okay this is stupid because this 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 and this and he would be like yeah okay but i think rng is a good idea because of what i already said and it became clear to me that he wasn't engaging in a discussion or an argument in like a very natural way but just that he had this agenda like he had this goal okay this is what i'm going to post about and when we tried to force him into posting about something different he didn't know what to do well uh, an and interesting that's, thing that's about how you get something good out of day one. 
Yes. An interesting thing about that plan is some somebody called uh, this later in the thread when it was like it didn't matter because everyone thought Prometheus is scum. But there was one thing. If he proposed an RNG lich, how are we uh, going to believe him that it is really an RNG lynch if his first post is not a random number? Like he says, okay, I generated this number, I will lynch this guy, and like it's transparent. Like, you know. Like before it started? Yeah, so, so you know he's consequent that. You are not going to think, yeah, he's saying RNG, but he's going to lynch that guy, okay? And I'm not that sure. And I, I don't think Promethalax or Scum really thought that they would get elected and be able to fake an RNG. I, I refuse to believe that. I, I think it was, it was just the way that he responded to people attacking his case was very strange. And it seemed like he only wanted, like, it was talking points. Like, he had this thing that he was comfortable talking about, and he didn't want to move on from that. So if, let's say, he was actually town and he had this RNG plan and I came up to him and I said, no, this is a bad idea because this, this, and that. There's no way for us to tell if you're actually being sincere about it. And ultimately, what you're saying is that there's no point to the day one discussion and that's really bad for town because you want to lynch the person who seems most like scum. You don't want to put, you know, make it a numbers game. And I think a townie would either have counter arguments for that if they really believed in their idea or they would listen to it and consider it and drop their plan and then try to start doing something different like maybe attacking the people who just went along with the plan for no reason but he didn't do that he made no and, and then he comes up and says oh well i only did this for discussion well the only discussion you had was saying the same things about the rng over and over and over again so you know people say oh we shouldn't talk about plans we shouldn't talk about the setups on day one because this is what mafia do to hide I think it's fine to do that because you can still pressure somebody for those ideas and learn something from the way they responded. So that's. Does anyone disagree with that? Or... Um, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't think you really need to funnel discussion into anything. You know, into anything really specific. But as long as you just get something going, something's going to happen out of it. And at, and at this point. If you know, if someone comes out and says, "Oh, let's lynch this guy because he was talking about a plan," you know, an hour into the day when nothing matters, I think that's a pretty. I might lynch you next time for saying that, so don't say that. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to move on to the third question? As an admittedly bad player, what's the best way to prevent yourself from being mislynched as town? I know the obvious answer is get better, and I assume that would be part of it. But having a track record of 11 mislinches in 12... This guy's played 12 games? Oh, wow. In 12... Oh, no, 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 no. no he used to play on a different uh, place. Okay. I think he came from, like, Mafia Scummers. Including... Uh, so I have a track record of 11 mislinches in 12 town games, including LX and all previous games. What can you do to prevent such in the future while improving? First off, that's insane <laughs> that you were mislinched 11 times in a row. Like, I can't believe that. Well, that the, should tell you that something is extremely wrong with the way that you. Well, not exactly. I, I, if he would really? be, yes, because if he is like mislynched on a, on day one and day two, that's like horrible. But if he is uh, lynched at day four, day okay. five, day day three, that means uh, he was put in this lurker's bag and somebody pushed him. It, it doesn't matter if it was scam or town, but basically what he did is uh, be j just another guy in the pack, 
and they just picked him because, oh well, it, it, the light downed on him and he got lynched. Uh, but if you are getting lynched early, well, that's a problem. But I don't think that's the case. And uh, as for late lynches, what you should do is just to be active in the thread. You can't be put in this bag of lurkers. Because if you are going to be put in this bag of lurkers, there is a huge risk that one day somebody is going to say, any me, money, mo, you are getting lynched. And that's the story. Yeah. And that's why I've always hated lurker lynches, because I, I do kind of feel like it's any me, money, mo. And you don't want to be in that position in the late game. But still, you know, even if it's in the late game, it, it means something is lacking for you, that you're not setting yourself apart as you know an obviously down player. And I've always hated this idea. I don't hate the idea of establishing your towniness, and I think it's an important thing to do. I just don't like the idea that that's your top priority. Your top priority is finding and lynching scum, and if you do that well and do that right, then that also accomplishes the goal of establishing your towniness. But that's we can talk about that another day. I just think um, there were so many problems with the way that he played. And one of them is that you come into a game as a new player knowing that you're bad, and act like you're better than everybody else is a problem, and people just straight up aren't going to like you for that and want to lynch you like any... Like, I felt like I almost wanted to lynch you out of spite, which is, you know, a bad thing to admit, but... Yeah, you just gotta be... Instead of arguing... I mean, we kind of answered this question earlier. Instead of arguing with the player under the assumption that they're scum or they're stupid, argue with them in an attempt to come to an understanding. And you can sense for, you know, if you can't come to an understanding even though you're being reasonable, then maybe that indicates to you that this person has an agenda. But usually if someone's attacking you, they either really think you're scum because you're scum or they just don't understand what you're doing. So you can always defend yourself if you're town. So if, if I can offer Grip a suggestion about how to post, because I understand that he said, um, you said he was a little, little, little bit too cocky in the beginning, and I think there was some other... You know, basically, talk to someone in a mafia thread as if you talk to them face-to-face. You know, don't be unreasonable. Don't try to, you know, flaunt your dick around. You know, don't try to do... Just try to, just try to come across as a normal person. You're never going to get lynched for being reasonable. Ever. I don't think of... Unless the town is just doing... Is on drugs and doing something crazy. You're never going to get lynched for being a nice person and just being reasonable. Never. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. I think the other issue with Grip's play was that he gave up at the end, right? Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think don't do that. Just that's sum that. <laughs> votes. Uh, you cut off on that last part, Doctor H. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep, you're good. Can I be heard? I'm a little muffled. You're good. A little, little, little muffled, but you're you're all right. so that's probably why. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think that you know, we kind of answered that a little bit in the second question. Is just be more reasonable, and you know, you can see, you can go back to the game and see what people's criticisms of you are, and yeah, they were wrong because you were, wrong, but you got lynched was your fault. It, it, that was your fault. What happened in that game, and. You know, it seems like you're making an honest effort to learn. Things will be okay. Mm-hmm. And for the rest in the future. Yeah. Also, one thing: uh, don't get discouraged 
uh, I think with the podcast, uh, we can be more vocal about that. We want to help players get better at Mafia and find it uh, yeah. a, cert- uh, a place to to have fun, to, to well, to have a competition. Uh, and yet we are willing to help. We might call you bad, but it's, it's, it's easy to change. I, I think you shouldn't get discouraged. Uh, everyone is bad at, at some point. Some people make it uh, faster to, 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 to being like the staple guy who is in the thread. Like, I was terrible at the start. I was terrible. Now I'm still terrible. But sometimes I have like those, uh, those good thoughts uh, down upon me. And I, I, I do things right. Like sometimes kill people. They would scam night one. Uh, but basically, we are willing to help. We love playing Mafia. Uh, I love it. I think uh, Hapa Howley and Dr. H love, play, uh, love to play Mafia as well. So, I love it. So, so I think, you know, don't get discouraged. We, we want to help. We want uh, you to play with us together for a long, long time. And we've all been in position. It's important to understand that we've all been that newbie before. And I think get super and emotional at least once and the trick is just rein it in and like Captain Ali said just go outside take a break sandwich and get your head back in the lost you a little bit well, after sandwich I ask them, I will ask I will do a noob I will ask for you to be mock killed I will hate on you until I can't hate anymore and after the game, talk to me, and I, you know, I'm not like that at all. It's just part of, you know, it's what the game is. It can get really intense, and you just have to know that and kind of be prepared for that to happen. Especially on T. I mean, people, it depends on who's in the game. You know, certain players, you know, you get me and Collar and Coagulation and Vicera Eyes, Rebirth and Legend all in a game together, and we would probably all shoot each other at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so much. But in young me. Let's not forget, there was actually two games in a row where both down, and we both killed each other at the same. No, no, no. Wait. He both times he was a David, a night bitch, and I attacked him because he wasn't contributing. And he said, "Oh, you attacked me. You must be dumb," and just shot me immediately when I was like clearly the vocal town player. And I flipped blue and. With Lynch Young, many right away, and he would flip out. That happened twice in a row. I think that was in closed casket, or maybe I, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, uh, Dr. H, uh, are you outside or something? Because uh, your microphone is like yeah. different. Um, can barely hear you right now. And me and Young, can you hear me now? A little bit, still muffled. Is it better? Is it getting better? It is getting better. Okay. So there were two games in a row for me, for both me and Young Mini for a town. And uh, we both killed each other in the same day in both games. Basically, I came down on him and he said, oh, you're coming down on me, you must be scum." And then shot me. He was a vigilante role. I think in one game he was a day bitch, in the other he was a night bitch. And then I flipped blue, and then Town lynched him, and he was Town. So don't, just don't get in those situations. Don't let your emotions get the best of you. 
and just try to keep a cool mind about things. Mm -hmm. Keep it cool. So do you want to go on to his fourth question? Um, yeah, he says, I like E.E. E. Cummings. Considering that and other non-game related things I posted in the LX game, how do you think I pronounce Garipped? I don't know. <laughs> I, I've never read a lot of his poetry. And oh, uh, all I got in that game was that, like, you're some kind of genius psychologist or something. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I bet you I could Google that, but, I mean, I am not – I have well, no I idea. At, I actually Cummings. looked at Cummings' Wikipedia article to see if there was anything about, like, funny pronunciations, and there wasn't. So, I don't know. Uh, on a quick Google search, there's a 49-minute YouTube video and a um, IMDb um, TV episode um, – I don't even know. What I don't think Icelandic show. He's a poet. He's a famous poet. Yeah, so I don't think that's very relevant. So I Garip? don't know. <laughs> Garip, Garip. I'm American, like and I am ignorant about foreign cultures. Therefore, I will say grips and hope it's right. Uh, I I I will I will try to find something. I just need to know what nationality comes from did, did you find to, if he's like Dutch or something well he likes E.E. E. Cummings so E.E. Uh, e. Cummings German how to fabricate that in my mind and by the way another word of advice is um, don't don't use like you're a psychologist doesn't mean you're a better mafia player like no one's gonna care about that ever like I don't know what he's trying to do like with Viscera Eyes talking about how he's a Type A personality or bipolar, oh. or this, that's really not helpful. Yeah, just I mean, yeah. I, it, it can simple. be insulting. I, I, I think you could use it for yourself, like keep it to yourself, but don't tell people that. Uh, because if you if if you apply psychology to the game, uh, and if you see that it works, then keep it to yourself, and you know. Because some people are just going to skip those parts of those posts. I think Rebirth of Legend, Legend is doing something about psychology as well. But whatever. <laughs> about Carib. Self? Like, is he getting psychological treatment? <laughs> no. <laughs> self. Oh, don't do that. God, how many games have it been where he's like, he gets voted for and he's like, Fuck this! I'm gonna just out my whole scum team to the whole thread. Like, I just no? can't. Stay. I would never let him sign up for one of my games. Rebirth. But I'm very. Really, huh? Roll does that? Someone does that? Yeah, he did that. Yeah, he did that. Wow. He did I... it. I think he actually did it, and then he got banned for a long time, and then he came back, and then in like the next game, I think it was Salem. Someone. God, like someone uh, voted for him, and then he was like, "Screw this," and just like posted his literal role PM or something like that. Oh my like, he god! Just, like that's like Bill Murray type stuff. And I, my policy for cheating is I have a no, I have pretty much a no forgiveness policy. If unless you PM me and really convince me. And, and by the way, to, on the topic of Bill Murray, because I don't know if you guys played when. Me and Bill Murray played our first. Uh, I did. I did. I've I had did. the pleasure of playing one game with him. Actually, like, I was Bill Murray in the first personality game. I was okay. the best Bill Murray ever. <laughs> I know Bill Murray very well. Uh, we played our first Mafia game together. We were both noobs. And uh, Town won that game because Bill Murray cheated <laughs> against me. And, <laughs> we continued to play together, and I continued to hate him, and he continued to try to be my buddy. 
Um, <laughs> okay, so this must have been, I, th- I guess this was in 2009 when we first started playing. And he, um, so in the first game, I my first ever game, I was scum. I was the most active player in the thread, and I got mayor. And I, it was a PM clue. It was a clue PM game, so absolutely nothing like the current TL meta, where Scum is super active and there's PMs also. Mm-hmm. But um, I was PMing with Bill Murray, who was town, and doing this and this and that. And I had said some things in him to PM. We were going to kill him that night, and I just I kind of went balls to the wall and started saying some things to him, knowing that he wouldn't actually have the time to like make a case against me. So I did that, and then he died, and he said, "GG." By the way, here's all this stuff Dr. H said in PMs to me, and he's scum. Oh. <laughs> ended. Next game, next uh, incident with Bill Murray. He, he cheated it a couple other times about posting out of death. I think it was Haunted Mafia. Um, this was a game I hosted. It was a 60-person game. Oh, yeah. 60-person game. Um, a lot of the current players, that was their first game. I think it was Layabout's first game. I think it was Jake Carlson's first game. Um some other people as well. It had like three mafia families. First game, and he was yeah. There was two. There was the vampires, and then there was like the witches or something like that. And so two mafia factions competing against each other, and then a very large town. And it was a clue game. And I believe it was also a PM game. And Anol, as bad as he is, wrecked it in the PMs department. And I put him. At, he was like MVP of that game. I don't know if he ever lived up to that, but he he really he really killed. It. Anyway, Bill Murray kept spamming and, like, calling people retards and stuff. So, like, literally, I think there was an entire page that was all posts by Bill Murray oh. that were like, one sentence or, like, two words. And I PM'd him, like, I'm going to mod kill you if you don't stop. And he said, okay, fine. If you mod kill me, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to not, I'm just not going to stop posting in the thread. And I'm going to post my role PM, and I'm going to post all my detective checks if you mod kill me. So don't, so you can't. So he, wow. like, threatened. And I was like, okay. And then I just told Plexa, and he got banned from Team Liquid for like two months. Huh. Well, and then, bo- and then this this happens every time that we well, play together. Well, not every time actually. I th- I think he got better. Like he Didn't was he got back like half a year ago, and he was better. Like it was I he wasn't like that. He was still no, very like, emotional, but he didn't cheat at all. But I. <laughs> That was that was one of the most ridiculous. That was such a hard. Give, be nice to your mods, okay? It's very stressful to host a game, and just don't do shit like that. And mm. it, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. He was like he was threatening, and he started sending me hate, like violent, angry hate, like threatening to physically hurt. And no. I, I might I might be remembering this completely wrong. So if Bill Murray listens to this and it ends up being bullshit, I'll take your word for it. But I, he was just very vitriolic and angry toward me. And uh, I did mod kill him, and then I got him banned from TL. And then he comes back, and it's like, hey, buddy, Dr. H, long time no see. Can't wait to play in your game. And I'm like, um, not <laughs> in my game? What are you talking about? But um, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel any animosity towards him. I find it really funny now. I would let, if you wanted to sign him. So someone find Bill Murray, find out what he's doing. Get him in uh, the game. Hmm. I'll, I'll make some really stupid role to make him that. All right. Bye. By the way, I think Gerbt is spelled Herbt or something like that. Oh. I, I, I will bet on that. <laughs> I the G bet. is silent. Well, the G is H, like Herbt. Oh. Okay. Well, that, that's my guess. That's my guess. I, I will go with that. 
<laughs> All right. If that is correct, Garrett, uh, Harrett, please let us know. And uh, Karumi will, uh, I don't know, he won't win anything, but whatever. So I had a I had questions from Oatsmaster. If you, you know, whatever, this is going on long anyway. And people on Teal Mafia obviously have lots of free time. So sure. I do got to cut this off in like 15 minutes, though. Okay, we'll try to go over it real quick. Sure. Gmail here. You guys go ahead and banter while I try to grab these. Banter. All right. What happened of late that was interesting? Um, There was. I I died day one in Personality Mafia because I wanted to die, and I had, like, the most anti-town role. Which was about a fucking janitor, partner, framer, and shit like that. <laughs> oh no! Well, I mean, probably shouldn't talk about personality too much. That's still going on. Do you, uh, where bugs go? Say what? The... In that game? Oh, Rumi, were you where bugs go? In, yes, uh... I was where bugs go. I was, I was, <laughs> I was told that I think I'm... where bugs go was good at town. I don't think he's super anti-town. Yeah, I, well, I think. It, I think well, it was said. It was said that he's a great mafia player. But sadly, you rolled Absolutely. town this game, and basically, well, you are fucked. You are given mafia powers, but you are town. <laughs> and and the funniest thing, I decided that I'm going to be chosen for this game, no matter what I get. Like I I I, I knew that I'm where books go, but I did not read my role PM, and it was like, okay, okay, let's just have fun, and and I and I was having fun, and then. I, I, I got like in a debate with where books go and Vivax and I got like fuck I, I, I think I need some ground to stand on and I read my role PM and I'm like fuck <laughs> and, and I started posting that they should kill me <laughs> I think where books go is pretty good as town but if if he accuses you and you're also town that's it's such an it's so annoying to deal with him in that situation. Yeah, where books go is so It loves to tunnel. Yeah. So what are the other questions from Oatsy? Oh, it's not a question as much of as, as it's a comment about um, Oatsmaster is uh, talking about what's the best way to get discussion rolling on day one, offering his opinion. All right, what's up? Oh, and by the way, uh, Oatsmaster is my co-host for the game, and we will be doing a series of podcasts, Observer Podcasts, just me and him. Uh, maybe if someone else wants to watch in with full knowledge of the roles and all the night actions, and we'll be kind of uh, live reporting, like commentating on the scum hits, all the night actions, what the detect, you know, what uh, different roles are doing, and uh, stuff like that. And we'll post all that up after the game, so it'll be cool to like get huh. cycle by cycle commentary. So kind of like everything. a host QT, except audio. Yeah, and I and even like reading, like after a game, it's kind of hard to get to digest all of the information, like what scum did what town power rolls did like all yeah, at once that's true. and contextualize that and learn anything from it. So that's kind of the goal is that it'll be hopefully really edgy. Hopefully we'll all learn something, including us hosts, because we'll be paying more careful attention to those things and how important they are. So uh, Oats Master Jared says, I don't think there was one specific best way to get discussion rolling on day one, but I like to randomly vote for someone and present an illogical argument just to see what comes up. I don't think that policy talk is necessarily good because most of the time it is a standard answer like yes and no. From what I've seen, most scum don't want to go against the policy. 
And therefore, a policy lynch day one will almost always net a town player who doesn't give a fuck. So what do you guys think about that? I completely disagree with that. I, I think in today's TL meta, you have a really, really high chance of taking a lurker and lynching him and him flipping red. Um, maybe <laughs> on other sites, probably not. But nowadays on TL, like if you take, let's say, not, not necessarily the lurkiest player, but like you know a, a relatively lurky player who's being wishy-washy and just lynch him, 50% of the time, I think it's going to be a good result. And, you know, the other 50% of the time, you get rid of the useless townie. Um, as far as policy talk goes, um, and, you know, voting someone randomly and presenting an illogical argument, I, I, I don't like to be intentionally stupid. Um, I think that can end very, very badly. Um, and even though it, it might work well in one game and kind of ship thread in one game, um, I mean, I'm not too much a fan of that. I do force cases against players at times to get discussion rolling. But as far as, you know, just being stupid to be stupid is not a good town thing. And then what happens is uh, somebody calls you out on being stupid, and then you have to try to convince people that you were just doing that on purpose to catch somebody. And that's that's not a good position to be in. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other thing is that, I mean, we already talked about how actually talking about policy can be very effective. And policy lynches almost never actually come to fruition but they gen- they do generate discussion, and that's the important part of it. Because, you know, someone will say, we're going to lynch all lurkers, or we're going to lynch all liars, and it doesn't actually happen. But people talk about it, and that's what matters. Also, I, I think it's not – and also people agreeing or disagreeing with policy, it isn't that simple. Like someone can make a post that looks like they're agreeing or nodding their head just for the sake of it, which is a huge scum tell. And, you know, there are other people who will look at that and just disagree with it and pick a fight with you and look like they're fighting for the sake of fighting. And that's a huge scum tell. And there are people who will look at a policy and, you know, very, very organically and naturally respond to it. You can pick up so much more than just yes or no from the post-like policy. As for random uh, random, uh, voting people, uh, I've seen this a couple of times actually done. And it was... It was it was uh, quite a good idea because we had players like Toadster, Palmar, who would just like do silly stuff. And I think one time they won, we got a scum. It was some some newbie, and we got him lynched. I think that that happened one time. Uh, I think random voting has has something for it uh, to do, like commit to the thread and vote someone then people are going to think about why someone did that and then well it creates a discussion and the thread starts to evolve in a more natural way like it it tries to pick up more complex things and you know do the thing you should do so link scam yeah well I mean a a mafia scum that's the standard right they just all go randomly and say like hi uh, vote someone and, I mean, I, yeah. I guess it, it works for them, um, so I, I'm never going to say, oh, it's a completely bullshit tactic. But at the same time, if you have a group of veterans who know what the deal is and know that it, it's, it's essentially pointless. Like, you can get better discussion off other topics than dropping a vote randomly that you have no intention of upholding. It seems very and artificial. It, it feels weird for me because I, I, I get how to... Uh, get discussion rolling on day one, but I don't think I could ever be the person to get the ball rolling just because I know that whatever I'm posting about, if I'm like the first post in the thread, is going to be basically empty. And that's a very weird... Th- it's just so against the way I play to even be able to do that. And uh, in British Empire Mini Mafia, 
immediately people started voting for me for whatever because I was taking the game too seriously. Yeah. And I thought in that situation and I thought, how can I even defend myself? Because I haven't done anything yet. Because nothing has happened. So if the if the discussion created is, you know, me trying to somehow establish my towniness and convince them I'm town, I didn't really know what to do, so I just role claimed. Yeah. But it, that was it was a, just a weird thing. And I think that was an issue of just none of us being familiar with each other's meta. But that's never happened to me in a game before. Yeah. I've never had to worry. That. That I've never had to weird. worry about getting lynched on day one. Yeah. So if I can comment on it, like, like, wow, what are these players? And that made me think, like, okay, when I come into a game day one and I just randomly vote, you know, Ken Pachi or someone like that, maybe that's why they're so bad because there's <laughs> no way for them to develop as a player. Because, like, what, how can Avengers um, well, being I voted think... for no reason? Yeah. Well, I mean, in that case, like, I, I think the issue, the thing is, like, you don't defend yourself. Like, yeah, eventually it reaches a point, like, in Mafia Scum, where it gets so desensitized to that, that you just don't care and vote someone else. And so either it's a completely pointless thing that will, you know, that will lead to a disastrous result, like, you know, in your case with your old claim, or you just, it's a stupid banter. And I think there's so many better ways to, to, to start off the discussion. Hell, ask someone about how their day was. You could probably get more information off that than a random vote, to be honest. <laughs> Or just, or actually, what I would do is just start talking about the last game, and just be like, "Oh, this is what happened, and these are, uh, you know, in LX such and such happened. So in this game, we do this and this and this, and then that can kind of get stuff going on in one direction." Yeah. But I think um, I, I just kind of tend to wait until the thread reaches that point, like uh, Karumi and Blazingham talked about before, where people are uh, accusing each other, pointing fingers at each other. And that's when I come in and start doing work and analyze i just kind of wait until that happens because i don't i don't really know how i fit into that i I just prefer to observe but i I think i learned some stuff from lx and i'm going to try to be more um more active in that uh very beginning stages of a mafia game but it's a weird situation because i can't really even say how exactly it happens it just eventually happens yeah it just eventually yeah people start accusing each other for whatever reason and you know by uh you know, 24 hours into day one, uh, stuff is happening. So, I mean, certainly in some towns that doesn't happen. Like, in, in recent memory, I think GSL Too Many was a situation where, like, the, the finger-pointing stage never happened because the town had such a disastrous start. Yeah. And there was another, I, I think, a, a couple of newbie games, same thing, where, you know, just no one gets the discussion rolling, and then the finger-pointing never happens, and then That's they just end up... Everyone is new. People aren't even necessarily don't even really know what this game is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even my first game, I at least had a couple players that had played a bunch of times before, and they kind of knew what the game was about. So when everyone is just trying to figure out what the hell to even do or like what this game even is, I can see how that would happen. But um, I don't know. I I just tend to wait for the game to evolve. And I guess, I guess the question might not be what's the, how do you get Discussion rolling on day one, but how do you get discussion rolling on day one in the right way? Or you know, what's the best? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think there's a right way. Yeah, but which way of starting off is the most beneficial to town or the mafia? Because I'm sure, like the way that Prometheus got you know fucked over for talking about policies the way he did, maybe just that kind of random vote style is easier for scum because there's no there's no substance to it at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the. I think the best way to get day one discussion rolling is just to be calm. Like, you know, they have that British poster, be, be calm and carry on. Um, like, stay calm and carry on. I, I think at the end of the day, 
there, there are many, many bad things that can happen to town. One of the worst things that can happen to town on day one is it devolving into this random shit fight. Um, and, and that's yeah. the only bad form of discussion I could ever see from, from, from a town perspective. Um, but, I mean, as long as you're honestly willing to well, just post, you, you're fine. Well, like, seriously talking about RNG and all the winters or something. By the way, uh, Doctor, you, you are muffling your... Uh, I'm voice. sorry. I, I'm not being very conscious of, like, where the microphone is on my phone. <laughs> oh, so I'm just kind of... So sometimes I'm pressing the microphone against my bed and talking at the screen when the microphone is... You are in bed. Huh? Yeah, I got out of the car because it smelled too much like gas and the internet connection wasn't as good. So I kicked my girlfriend out of my room. I said, hey, go downstairs, go downstairs. And now I'm in here. But, uh, okay. But she... Well, uh, well she can deal with it. She's fine. Well, anyway, um, do you have more questions? Because I got to wrap this up pretty quick. And I'm recording the whole thing, so... No! Um, I think we're good. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think this went pretty well for a first go. All right. Yeah, it went out pretty well. Do you good. not agree? I mean, it, yeah. it went all right. I, I think it got a little rambly at times, but I think otherwise it was pretty good. Um, like, you know, it, it will get better as time goes on. But, I mean, for a first start, that was great. Well, I feel like the discussion was a good discussion that, you know, the points that were – that it wasn't a waste of time. Oh, and yeah, that uh, there wasn't too much talking over each other. If I get a computer with a microphone, that's going to help a lot because then I'll actually be able to direct – um, the conversation of what's going on silently. Yeah. And that'll make things easy. Oh, okay. So, um, of course, uh, tell us what you think, what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, any constructive criticisms, ideas, questions or comments for the next cast. Um, let us know. PM me on Team Liquid, post in the Mafia podcast thread, or email me at tl.h at gmail.com. Uh, thanks so much to you, uh, Hapa Halley, for recording this and uh, commentating with us. You and thanks, of course, handsome. to Kurumi for joining in as well. And our dude, uh, Blazing Hand. Yes. Oh, I forgot he was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you to Blazing Hand for uh, his voice. Um, I don't know why. I For a minute, I was getting him confused with Kurumi, which is insane because the accent difference is enormous. I don't know. Well, um, the, anyway. the funniest thing is uh, I have right, like high-pitched voice usually. But I'm ill, so I guess I have like this, this less high pitchy voice. <laughs> I, anyway, I, I, I speak like a girl with a. Oh, you're fine, dude. Don't worry. I'm sure it's fine. Maybe that's the yeah. way it sounds to you, but on recording, it probably sounds way different. Mm-hmm. But just by the way, I won't be listening to. Oh God, I have to listen to this because I'm gonna edit the audio, huh? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I mean, I really hate. I'm, I'm on spring break. I can edit this whole thing. All right, I mean, if you want to. Spring uh, break? It's not even spring yet. What the um, hell? I know, it's still snowing over here, but... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a week off, so what can you do? Well, not to complain, I guess. Yeah. All right, so, so just... Gonna... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, these will get better as they go on. And, uh, you know, please uh, give us as much feedback as you can. You know, anything bad you have to say... Let us have it because that's only going to make us better in the long run. So, you know, I think this went pretty well for, you know, not being very organized and you know, just kind of being thrown together. So I think keep I working think, on it. I think uh, we could go with an idea that we have a timer set for like half an hour and we're going to discuss one thing. But, you know, like you have to move on from that topic. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, uh, you know, it's hard to make it 
like sometimes people really want to uh, continue the, the the thing, the discussion. So you know, we need to think about something that will make us uh, that will make us progress uh, through. Uh, well, that's, through that's a personality. And the other, yeah. I'm definitely a long talker, and the uh, the other thing is that so many of the topics, they're interrelated. So, you know, when you're talking about the day one discussion stuff, it reminds you about something in LX, you know, or Garip's question reminds you of, you know, 50 other things. Yeah, that's, that's true. The of maybe maybe the we should just leave it. No, I, I think it's fine. I, th- I think I'm okay with the rambling and the long conversations. I mean, I've got the time to listen to that kind of shit. I just want... <laughs> Things to be more structured, more organized, just better quality, um, more organization. And hopefully, as we get more comfortable doing it, it'll be, like, funnier and, you know. Yeah. I it'll think have that... more personality. It'll have more... It's got to get more personality. Yeah, I, I love the idea. Uh, I love the idea because, you know, uh, I, I love Mafia. Uh, maybe it doesn't look like it because of my effort. <laughs> but... Uh... You can always You can always... You, I can always smurf and and say that I'm not who I am, but you know, uh, I love yeah, I love the idea. Like... I love the idea. I think it's going to help us a lot. The new players, the players who are here to like stick together. I love it. All right, great. So um, that's a wrap.